again. Man, for a while, we here. It's been 12 months, Josh. Hey, man. <laughs> Long 12 months. It's been 12 motherfucking months since we did this list, but we back again on the RNC Radio Podcast, ASF List 2021. Last year, we made a lot of motherfucking promises. <laughs> man, we didn't follow through with none. We- <laughs> So I go though. Wait, but you know what? No, we actually did. You know what's crazy? I feel like we actually did follow through because with this this episode and the subsequent episodes after this, like we, we got a lot in store. So we've been working on what we've been trying to give you. Right. So we've been building this present for y'all. Yes. So yes. Be and and of course, obviously, we're gonna talk about the ancient funny list 2021. You guys have just got it uh, maybe two days ago. Josh put it out on Monday. Yeah, man. I had to. Um, that's another one. I it's, it's funny. You guys ask for it every year, and it's like some years. I like. I remember like 2018. I was like, I didn't want to do this shit no more. Yeah. And everyone was like, Yo, the list. When, who did we make it? Like people be campaigning. So Bro, I I see the campaigning. Yeah. And so. it got it got bigger after last year yeah. of the people campaigning it, and people wanted to be in the list. So like I, I was like, Yo, this is we gotta we gotta turn this into something crazy. So what I can tell you for this episode of the show, everything that you guys want to happen will probably happen. We got some really cool guests calling in, but at the end of the show, we got some really great announcements, yeah. and we got some really cool stuff coming up for you guys so that, you know, we're not going to, you know, we're, we'll tell you at the end. Stay tuned. But 2021, we about a couple days from it being over with, ASF list is out. 40, what was it, 80-something joints on this list? This is like Yeah, your, this is the longest list yet, for sure. This is your streaming list. This yeah, is, I mean, look at the year we had. Yeah. Like, I, I told people coming out of 2020, I'm like, man, y'all ain't seen shit yet. Like, the 2020, res, or like, the results of 2020 are going to be 2021. Yeah. And look at what happened this year, bro. Look at all this shit that was going on. Look at all the rappers that passed. That, that was the real, like, that was the... the the thing that shocked me, and not just rappers, just people in general. Like, right. it was so many, it's, like, hard to keep up. Like, I think, you know, people were hitting me on the side, like, saying I missed stuff. So, I'm like, man, like, I hate to even memorialize that yeah. sometimes. But, but yeah, it was, a, it was a tough year. You know, DMX, Michael K. Williams, Draco yeah. the Ruler, Slim 400, who, who I missed on the list. Like, there was a, it was a ton. So, RIP, yeah. um, and, you know. Like this year was was rough, but there was some there was some bright moments this year too. Yeah, I, I call this one like the COVID deluxe because uh. they, they added they added fifteen more tracks that didn't go on the original, the regular version. So I I like to think of this list as the deluxe. It's like the it's like the ASF deluxe list. It it, it encapsulates everything. I we can't get to all eighty, you know what I'm saying? We we got other shit to do. So we gotta you know we gotta we gotta move forward. We're gonna talk about a couple other things on the list, and we're gonna have some people call in and talk about it. Of course, Josh, you put out the call. A lot of people probably hit you up on the side. A lot of people hit you up yeah, on Instagram. Yeah, a lot of people want to talk. It's funny. I'm going to just, I'm, honestly, like, we got a kind of flow here. We got a little yeah. agenda. But I'm going to just start calling folks, man, as Let's I Let's do it. So, yeah. Let's yeah. do it. Let's do it. So, uh, I want to know the thought process behind this year. Because around, around November every year, I hit you up and I say, what do you want to do this year? Nah, so it's really, throughout the year, I have, like, a note in my notepad. I'll just kind of just be jotting stuff down. And then it's just like, you know, it's the things that stick. Like, I think one... When pe- people kept mentioning Shikari Richardson, and I'm like, she just didn't stick. Yeah, like, it just yeah. didn't, like, but it's funny, like, Drake had a bar about her. Like, she was a she was a moment this year, but it just didn't stick to me. So, it's really just about that. And then, like, I really, I rely on, like, you know, I'm a big uh, fan and just, like, advocate of all these, like, Instagram blogs. Like, yeah. The, the, uh. The too Cool to Blog. Yeah, Too Cool to Blog. Say Elliot Cheese. Wilson, Say, Say Cheese, um. 
It's on site. I'll be going deep. I'll be in the, I'll be in the <laughs> Yo, black Hollywood world. Hollywood unlocked. I ain't never heard of It's on site. <laughs> hey, shout out to It's on site. And shout out to Shade Room, too, Angelica. Um, I think, you know, I, I really pay attention to that and, like, what they got going on. And some of these, like, little Instagram blogs be having, um, like, these, like, monthly kind of, like, meme, the meme of the month. Yeah. Have you ever seen that? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So I, I literally look at that sometimes. And, and I just kind of, I kind of build from there. Yeah, like... What would you say the theme, not just for your list, the theme for 2021? Like, I feel like this year was like, like I said, it was like COVID deluxe. It was like, we got a lot of promises, much like the promises we made to y'all last year. <laughs> but a lot of them got broken in a lot of ways. We're not going to get into all like, you know, the crazy yeah. shit that happened. But it was like, it was it was a moment where we were able to go outside and then we said, oh, shit, maybe we should have stayed inside. Yeah, no, nah, the theme for me, and it's so on point, is every action has a reaction. Right. Like, literally, like. 2020 COVID was a, a big action on all of us. Yeah. And we saw the reaction in, in 2021 and just like, you know, from the, the, the crime and yeah. from the, the sports world yeah. and just like everything that happened in 2020, like that was like good. The Lakers being great. Look at <laughs> us in 2021. It went, like, the, it went the fucking... Bro. Can, but can you believe, bro? Like, it was a year ago these motherfuckers won the title. Yeah. There's been two titles damn near about to be won in, in less than a year. That's just crazy. That's another thing, too. The NBA need to chill out, bro. I, I like sports a lot. That's my shit. But yeah. Y'all taxing these niggas, bro. How, Everybody how, hurt. Everybody got COVID. It's crazy. But the thing is, I feel like the players kind of are are pushing it, too, because they want their money. Like, yeah, I don't think I don't think anybody's right here, because it's like it's just as bad as like LeBron saying he wanted to play, even though niggas was getting murdered on the streets last year. Hey, man. That we got. They, we, they wanted to give us the distraction. <laughs> niggas was like, yeah, you know, we want to give them a happy distraction from the, the crime in the streets. Like, all right. I mean, I, I accept it. Bro, every it, game. It, 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 it is crazy, and it, it has been a crazier year, and I think that's what that's another thing that the list to me, like, kind of, when I looked at it the first time, I said, oh, yeah, this is this this is escalation. Yeah. Like, this this is the escalation of last year, just in terms of just fashion and music, and but in, in bad ways, too, obviously, like you said, all the people that, that we lost, and, like, how do you feel, like, just in, like, building this perfect moment to, to bring the list out this year was? Because it's like, I've been waiting, I've been like, yo, you know, Tell me when to make the show. Tell yeah. me when you're going to do this shit. Like, nah. like, let's do it. Well, I think if anyone who pays attention, like, I always drop the list after Christmas. Like, I just feel like there's so much happening up to Christmas. Yeah. Like, Roy. <laughs> hit that nigga, Roy. Like, bro, that could have made my list, honestly. Like, if Roy, y'all please don't know, hit, Roy, please hit this nigga. And if y'all don't know what I'm talking about, look up, just go on Twitter and just type in, hit that nigga, Roy, and you'll find it. But, um... But yeah, man, like I think for me, I always my my like process is after Christmas always. And I really like I'm I'm up until the last minute. Like there's things that happened in December that were just important that I just added to the list. So I, I think that's kind of the, the, the flow and cadence of it every year. And right. I think, you know, that's it's a good you know, Christmas is a time when we're all like off work, we're at home with our families, like we kinda need this, like yeah. And I think a lot of people kinda go too early with their year end list sometimes. But I think this is, just, you know, a good moment for me to just come in and, you know, speak to the people. Uh, we escalated this year. You know why? Because we got sound effects. Hey. We got sound effects this year, motherfucker. So, yeah, Boss Nigga Discount is here. Hey, man. <laughs> and if y'all know what the Boss Nigga Discount is, it's 100% off. <laughs> <laughs> And for, for fucking you, you got everything 100% off. Hold on. Not Bring it off. Man, Bring just, it off. But a lot. <laughs> fucking bullshit. 
Every time I look at this motherfucking story, I'm like, bro. No, I'll be hey, I'm right here. I'll be I'll be shopping. I'll be paying. I was just talking to Anwar about this before I drive it on the way here. Like, I'm all about convenience. And if I have to spend for it, I will. So I'm like, I'm not asking, I'm I'm copping. That's the just make it available for me. That's the difference between like I look at it now, it's like, yo, like when I was younger, I was like, fuck, I ain't never paying resale for shit. Now I don't even want to get caught in a rat race for the shit. And we're gonna talk about streetwear a little bit later in the show, but it's like now I'm just like, man. Fucking charge it to the charge it to the fucking game, man. But before we even start on this on this list and everything going on, man, like, R.I.P. to like all the people that we lost this year, bro. Like we we have definitely kind of like it's the it's the biggest hit that we've ever taken in terms of just people that we lost, legends that we're losing, and people that you know are are just not with us anymore. Of course, we got D.M.X. D.M.X. died on my birthday, oh, April shit. 9th. Yeah. Damn. That's, and it's crazy because people are like, DMX died this year? Like, yes, yes. DMX died this year. Like, it's crazy. We got a young Dolph who passed away about two and a half weeks ago, three man, weeks ago, right man. before Christmas. It's crazy. And we also have Michael K. Williams. And that one, like, I feel like hit a lot of people. Yep. And and it, it still doesn't sit right to me because knowing, you know, just how great he was and everything. He was just in Lovecraft uh, yeah, County. Like, yeah, like he, and he was just like, he was one of those black actors that just like, feel like you kind of grew up with. Right. Like, I just seen him in all different, just and just even just being in the culture and just being out. Like, he was definitely a person, yeah. a man of the culture, and definitely just embraced and, and tapped in with so many different people. Yeah, no, he, he was he was New York. I mean, yeah. he was always out. There, there, everyone in New York has a story of seeing Michael K. Williams out, just chilling. But we also got uh, Virgil Abloh, who passed away literally last month. Like, Yeah, that's crazy. That was last month. Damn, like... And it's all in just quick succession. We had, and the thing about the list is like you you might have missed people, but it's like there were just so many, bro. Like yeah, there was man. there was just not like I I look at the list this year. Like you had like Pop Smoke R I P in the list this year. There was so many. We had to, you had to put your own like yeah <laughs> yeah. It just had to have its own line. But that's you know like that's life, and that's also like I think you know it's just like it's a sign of the times, man. Yeah <laughs> so, yeah. You know, stay healthy out there, folks. Yeah, for sure. So uh, one thing I want to talk about in this list. The, the one, one theme I saw when I was looking through it, making the agenda, I was like, what are some of the themes I see? And I see streetwear thriving this year. Yeah. A lot of streetwear on this, on this list this year. Yeah. You had to, you had to expand it to about 80 things. So, some things you want to talk about, like we, we got, uh, Salehi. Yeah. Salehi killed it this year, dude. Like, and he's been killing it consistently year after year, but yeah. I think this year with the Crocs and just launching his own brand sponge and like just the way he kind of collaborated with, the bigger brands like New Balance and Crocs, but then also kind of just like reached down. Like I seen, um, he was doing some stuff with Joshua Videz and like he was doing some stuff with David Cho. So I think, you know, Salehi really kind of came in and really just like made his mark and just with good design. Like right. not a lot of hype. Like, I mean, ton of hype. Crocs is going for like a thousand dollars right now. I love it. That's crazy. I love it. I love it. Cause I'm a Crocs fan, but I love it also. Cause that's a black designer who just turned Crocs up and that's yeah. two black designers. I think, what Anwar did with Crocs turned Crocs up, and, and Slade's continuing that trend. Let's, I mean, shit, fuck it. Let's talk about Anwar. He's on here yeah, too. Yeah, Anwar with the Future Appreciation Year, which was man, that was that was my favorite thing of the year. Like, cause we just we grew up on Future, right? And I just think the way he kind of like nodded to Future was just so streetwear, like right. using his face, that photo, like children. Are the it looked future. like art. Yeah, like it just it was just some streetwear shit, I think, and like it even kind of ruffled some feathers on Future side. But um, I, I listen. He had to. He got to respect that. 
Yeah, you gotta like, respect what it that's is. That's the game, man. I think yeah. that's that's the game, and you gotta embrace and appreciate that. Because Anwar is a collaborator; he does so many collaborations. Right. When he does something like this, you kind of gotta take a step back and be like, okay, like this nigga still come from this street yeah, culture yeah, where we sure. do parodies. Like that's what it is. I I I look at the free bands chain as like our our dipset chain. For this yeah, generation, absolutely, bro. absolutely. The FBG is like it's there. Like yeah, it's, it's nah, an iconic piece. That's a good one. <laughs> oh, that's a good one for sure. I still need the rock chain, but that, that's a good one for sure. Bro, it, it is it is it's up there. So we also got uh the good brother, Desto Dub. Man, the, the He hey, was everywhere this year. The crazy Gideon of LA, bro. I, and if y'all don't know who <laughs> Crazy Gideon is, go on YouTube and look him up. Dub put out the best promo and commercials for his brand this year. Like yeah. he he got it. He understands it. He's a master salesman. I think what he built with that's awful lot of cough syrup has transcended just the drug cough syrup like kind of craze and you know he's done so much he collaborated with West Coast Customs this year I was like that's yeah. just random like yeah. he collaborated with Deshaun Jackson and he wore it on the field at SoFi like yeah. I think you know Dub is is one of those dudes who's like a real hustler really from the city who took you know a moment like that people don't even know that's an awful lot of cough syrup came from he was behind the scenes at the um at an overdose shoot yeah. And they had like a cop on, on on set, like a little fake cop, and he just they just filmed a skit of wow. the cop arresting him, and he had a pint of lean in yeah. his pocket, and the cop pulled it out and said, "That's an awful lot of cost." <laughs> and this man has built a million dollar brand off of this. But it, it's I feel like it's transcended. I mean, I've, I've seen the store, I've been to the store, and everything. It's transcended. Just no. Nah, let, let me tell you about paraphernalia. Like. No, let me tell you. He did a collaboration with Webster in Miami for Rolling Loud. Yeah, like Webster's a. Nice store out there. They sell Gucci and shit in there. Yeah. I'm like, yo. I, when he got, when he showed me this collab, I'm like, bro, what? The collab was hard. He kind of flipped the FAMU logo, uh, had the little uh, duck on there or whatever. Wale was wearing it. So that was my point I was going to make. Yeah. Shout out to the good brother Wale. He wore that on stage, and that was a moment for Dub. I remember Dub posting on social like, yeah, like, yo, look, my like Wale's wearing it, and Wale don't sip lean. Like, my yeah, brand yeah. is for everybody. Yeah. And I could tell that Dub was really proud of that moment because, yeah. you know, Wale is a... Is, is big in our culture. Like, yeah. He's big in culture. Big. In, he's a superstar. Yeah. So to see him wearing it on stage and see, and I remember that was a big week for Wale because that was the whole Flowers week when, yeah, yeah. when every, came out. Not, not even the album came out. That's when he performed all his hits and people was like, Wale got fucking hits. Yeah. That shit was on Shade Room. He, he killed like, that show. Bro, people were like, we forgot. I'm like, how y'all forget? This nigga been giving his hits for, for damn near a decade. Lotus Flower Bomb. Like, like all this shit is like real hits that just... People that he don't get his flowers for, and he did at that moment. Yeah, and Dub was a part of that moment, and that was just dope. I just I shout, don't know. It, shout out Wale. I know we, you know, he's a little, he's a little, he's a little mad. He on my list. He just right there. You, you bro, <laughs> niggas got to understand too, like with the list. And if you don't make it, I hate when people be saying little shit like that. But like, you like. You being a part of culture and knowing what my list is and appreciating this kid, is, that's what it's it. for. At the end of yeah. my list every year, I say thank you for the inspiration. Yeah. Because everybody that's on this list inspired me to do what I do. Right. So that's kind of what it is. That's what it's for and that's what it's about. So uh, one more thing. for I know I know we got somebody that's trying to call in right, right now. They're on, the, they're on the line. Barriers, New York. Barriers, man. They killed it. Yeah. A lot not, of pop-ups. They had an L.A. pop-up this yep. year. Had one in New York. Just the, I, I think Barriers is important. Because of the fact of the history that they're trying to show, no other clothing line does that. And and like, granted, like I, I love what Union did this year, like with the 30th anniversary, just showing a, a lot of like Black history stuff. Barriers takes it to the next level. They they don't discriminate. It's, Man. it's 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 Rastafarian culture. 
It's black history. It's civil rights. It's everything, and it's and people need to see that. It's education. That's like literally one of my. That's my favorite brand of the year. Like he literally was educating people, and like not just with the clothes, but like with the experience. Like he did the pop up in L.A. and he had like full on art installations. Like I'm mad that like the hype beasts of the world and like the high snobs aren't like really documenting that. Like I, I like honestly, I don't even see like a video. Like I don't know if he did a recap from it, but like that's some shit that niggas need. Like. Yeah. I, I want people to travel far and wide to see some shit like that. He had, like, a bro, he literally had life-size figures of, like, the little action figures he makes. And the action figures are, like, Farrakhan, and like, Marcus Garvey, and, like, Huey Newton. Like, and he had life-size figures of these. Right. And then he also had um just a bunch of, like, black books. Like, he had a big-ass book show. It was just crazy, bro. Like, shout-out to Barter. Your mind's on another level. Possibly biggest flex that they did. And I noticed from working at UMG how hard it is to get that estate on your side, getting the Tupac estate. Oh yeah, that shit was dope. Yeah, that, that's that's crazy. That's a crazy look. That was the dopest thing about <laughs> ComplexCon, like yeah, because ComplexCon was the most uninspiring thing I've been to in a long time. And you went this year? Yeah, I went this year, and um, I I love running into just the, like I love ComplexCon for the reunion aspect of it. I right. love running into all the homies. Everybody's there. But man, we gotta step it up as a as a whole street. We're like we, we need gotta, our yeah, we need our own. And like, not even I don't even we don't need our own. Complex is our own. Complex yeah. is something that we built up to where it's at. Complex is what it is because of us. So if we right. don't like it, it's because we built it to this this place. Yeah, but I, I feel like in a way, complex kind of mutated along the way. Like, yeah, I mean, it, Buzzfeed it, has it now. It went mainstream like it was supposed yeah. to. That's what niggas do. <laughs> White niggas. <laughs> uh, one more thing. I know we got to call it. Do we have our first guest? They call it in. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to call him real quick. Yeah, yeah. Let's do this. I, I want to talk about the, the Joe Fresh Goods New Balance collaboration. What a big moment. Just period. Yeah. Just for, for a brand like New Balance to just embrace Joe, who, you know, who's somebody who's just been doing it big on, on every level in terms of just building out his brand, creating something dope. It started with, like, I, I got on from the hats. No. Nah, and then like, it built off from that. Bro, Joe is a real one in this industry. Like, I think. You know, he started from the bottom. Started from the bottom crew. It's a few of us. Yeah. Craig, Josh, Joe. <laughs> but um, no, nah, like, I think, you know, he just really, you know, he used to work at Leaders. I, I bought weed off Joe when I first went to Chicago. So, like, this nigga really started from the bottom. So, like, I think, you know, what he's built, you know, his personal brand into, besides, you know, the stuff he's done with his partners in Chicago, like, I think it's just inspiring. And, like, you know, he's a person who's took, in, who's took that real, like, Getting fresh in the hood, like yeah, he, like he did that. He like when I used to like think about that getting fresh growing up, it was like some LA shit. Then I used to travel, and I'm like, oh yeah, everybody did this in their neighborhood. Yeah. And then he showed me Chicago side of it, and for him to take that to New Balance and like, and, and just all the collaborations he's done in his time, like Converse, right, Seven Eleven, like <laughs> for him to take that hood fresh mentality. That's what me and Howard used to call it, hood fresh. Yeah, him for him to take that to you know these corporations like a New Balance. It's crazy. And yeah. It's dope, and it's like you know, like even the way he told the story of the New Balance in his. And I, and I want I want to ask him about that commercial. Yeah, too. the commercial. It's like man, he showed love to DC. He and he did it his way. It didn't feel a force. It was just dope, man. So like, shout out to Joe. He hit me yesterday and like gave me acceptance speech. I wish I. I <laughs> we about to get it right. Let's see now. if we can do a call him. Call him real yeah. quick. Let's see. Let's see if we can get Joe on the phone. We doing this straight up gorilla style. We not we not editing shit. We just call him. These these are these are buds. Let's, let's hey. see if we can. 
If we get stood up, I'm Hello? <laughs> Hello? Hey. My guy, Joe Frischkiss is on the line. With me and uh, Justin, live from Hawaii. We, we interrupting the vacation over here, man. I'm sorry about that. Man. It's his vacation for getting on the list. Hey, man. Hey, congrats. Man, thank you, man. I'm like, um, stop, baby. No, I'm not. She's asking me if I'm still drinking pina coladas. No, baby, I'm not. Um, <laughs> um, no, I'm just super grateful. Thank you. Um, like I was telling Josh yesterday, man, like I've been so worried that I've been getting all these, I've been making all these lists this year, Hype Beast 100, like all his top sneakers and shit. And I was like, I wonder if Josh going to disqualify me because I'm getting too corporate. And no, man. I appreciate that. I feel like I got one in, one hand in the streets and one hand getting this corporate bag. So I appreciate that. Yeah, no, and that's, that's something we spoke about before we called you, bro. Like, I feel like you one of the ones putting Hood Fresh on, on a national level. Like when me, like when I was growing up, like when I was thinking about getting fly, like I just thought about it from like a hood mentality, just growing up. Mm -hmm. And when I met you and saw you was doing the same thing in Chicago, I'm like, okay, like niggas around the world are doing this, and I'm glad that you're taking it to new heights and really just you know showing folks what we're really about. I appreciate that, and that's like I beat myself up this year because like as you get more successful and shit, you know I don't want to lose touch with what's like what got me here. You know what I'm saying? That's like. The bigger I get with these brands, a lot of shit y'all gonna see next year. Like even with Mitchell Ness, I don't know if y'all peep. I Mitchell saw, Ness yeah, got two that, niggas. Yeah. They got two niggas rolling up a blunt on their Instagram right now, right. and that's like it's just small shit like that. It's just like sometimes I can't talk about publicly how I'm finessing these brands, <laughs> but I want everybody to know like like if if Joe did it, it's like impactful. It wasn't about the check. You know what I'm saying? So I super appreciate you peeping that. You know what I'm saying? Because it's it gets tough sometimes because niggas get money now too. Yeah, yeah we, one, one question that we wanted to ask, like, yeah, were there any challenges putting that like New Balance commercial, like the you know all of that putting that together in the pandemic? Because it looked like you know you didn't oh shit a beat. Oh my god! Uh, first of all, thank you New Balance because again, not trying to hold nobody dick, but like I've been signed to every sneaker brand and Shaz Nike, and um, they trust me. They gave me my bread for marketing. And they just say rock out. And I had to just show them the final product. So shout out to Alchemist. Shout out to Mike Carson. Shout out to Gunna. Um, it was tough, man. I shut down the whole, like, the, not the whole West Side, but, like, every moment that I, like, my grandma, my grandma uh, house, I got her checked. The, the, the park district I grew up in. Like, literally, I think we paid 75 black people got paid from that commercial. Everybody got a check. So wow. shout out to New Balance for stress to my vision a lot of times the when you sign these shoe deals they just hey we're going to give you 50 shoes friends and family we'll give you ten thousand for the little lame ass commercial new balance really fucking invested in me with that shit they believed in me they let me rock they let me keep it black they, they let me do all that shit and yeah man it was like it, it kind of changed my career it was like a proof of concept moment and, and what, what we call that on this show we call that a boss nigga discount so you know what I'm saying? Shout out, <laughs> yeah, shout out to you exactly. for that for that boss nigga moment. One more thing before we let you go. I know you're on vacation, brother. The resale yeah. on these joints going up. What you feel about the resale culture right now going on? You know what? It, it's uh, it comes with it. You know what I'm saying? Like what I I think I'm gonna start. I'm gonna stop posting it because niggas be thinking I be like throwing it in their face. Yeah. Like it's so. Bro, I, I had I had a size 13 in my other New Balance sale maybe a few months ago for 5400. I had a yeah. New Balance sale for $5,400. Not given. It was probably a weird, lame asshole athlete that bought it. It's just like, 
where I'm from, bro, is like we come from Nike and Jordans. Just to have a shoe resell for that much is just like weird to me, but it's also dope. Um, I mean, I learned a lot, bro. Like with this whole shoe shit, it's just like I try to make everybody happy, right. but at the same time, it's just like because I, I I did a pop up shop in the, the most hoodest park in Chicago you can ever imagine. Yep. I thought that was going to deter people from coming and lining up. Snap my fingers, it was like three thousand kids lined up outside, and it was like white, Asian, boom. I was like. Wait a minute, I made this black ass commercial, yeah. but where's my people at in line? And that's when I realized, like, as much as I'm all about the marketing and putting my people on, it's like once you put the final product out, it's open for whoever. You you know what I'm saying? I, I refunded bots. I did so much stuff that people don't know. Kind of fucked up my money, but it's kind of hard, bro. It's yeah. a sneaker industry. It's a billion-dollar industry. So when it comes to bots, when it comes to people paying bums to wait in line for them, it's like I can't police everything. I could try to take care of my people 2022 we not seating that seating shit get kind of lame i don't want to become the name as the known as the brand that's seating people but no it's like i'm gonna take care of chicago first and i know niggas starting to beat me up like yo why you keep releasing product in chicago first well that's where i'm from and um it's tough man like i said I, I, i'm indifferent about resale it's like i don't encourage it but it'd be some flash shit if my shoe Cost two twenty and it's reselling for four fifty type shit like yeah, you know what I mean I did bar. my job you know yeah that's a lot a of niggas a lot of niggas shit ain't reselling low key it's a lot of niggas it's like three hundred collabs that come out it's like maybe twenty of us shit that be reselling like low key so as much as I beat myself that's the last talk I had with Virgil real quick before I go no no before no, and I don't want to make it like that like the when I did that terrible ass pop up shop in Garfield Park internet killed me and I didn't know how to deal with that I'm so used to niggas being on my dick. Be honest. <laughs> I called Virgil. He talked to me for two hours about how to ignore people, how to do it for your family and your friends and your supporters. And like, he changed my whole life this year on how to deal with internet hate because, you know, we $50 Virgil them and it was all that shit. Yeah. So just like, who better to ask than Virgil? And he like, he changed my whole perspective on just like knowing that it's a bigger purpose and, you know, you, you doing it for yourself and your family, not for like, you know, uh, John, not Johnny, Johnny, Jonathan in uh, fucking Ohio. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like they gonna hate all day. So it was this year was a big learning lesson and like just how to having having to negotiate and navigate to like you know get to where I'm at now. Awesome. Well, Joe, I know you're busy. We thank you for for taking time out to be on this podcast. You know, congratulations to you for making ASF list. You definitely yes. uh, boss nigga discount official. Two years in a row, bro. You've been killing it. Let's man. get it, baby. Yeah, yeah. Let's get it, man. Take care, man. Y'all keep up the good work. All right, do man. it, bro. All right. That was that was Joe Fresh Goods. That was that was good. That was dope. Yeah, that was good, that was man. Nice. On vacation, bro. Shout out to Joe. Like hey, this is a big deal. This is what the ASF list will have you doing. You're gonna take a second off to go talk to us, but we gotta move along here. We got a bunch of shit to talk about, Josh. There's 82, 84 man. things on this fucking list this year. We gotta talk about podcasts in general. What we're doing right here, yeah. like we 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 do we do a podcast. We we've been doing a podcast. We got announcements about a podcast later. But this was a big year for podcasts, especially for people doing podcasts and getting it out the dirt, getting out the mud. Like yeah. everyone was doing it. Yeah, no, nah, it's funny. I think my favorite podcast of the year. And I just was watching the Suge Knight episode last night. Million dollars worth of game. How the oh, fuck y'all get Suge Knight on the phone, <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. How y'all get Shook Knight on the phone? But no, that's a million dollars worth of game. Gilly and Wallow, salute to you, brothers. Y'all killed it this year, and it's it's amazing because y'all, the spectrum is so crazy. Wallow, first of all, Gilly, 
being one of my favorite rappers when I was younger. Just yeah, I loved Gilly the Kid. What a funniest motherfucker! Like, we, well, yeah, it's just like to see him come from being a street rapper from Philly to being a podcaster is amazing. Then his, he's bringing along his cousin Wallow, who was in the penitentiary, who just has a great perspective. And then they talking to Jason Tatum one day, yeah. Suge Knight another day, then Metro Boomin another day. Yeah, then Young Thug. Yeah. And then like it's like y'all just talking to the right people. They all got the time. two. They got two Thug interviews this year, yeah. and those two interviews are probably some of my favorite. You know, I'm a huge Young Thug fan. Like yep. he's like my favorite rapper. Like those are some of my favorite Thug interviews because my my issue with like Thug and why a lot of his magazine interviews aren't that good. It's because they don't send him black people to talk to. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't like, it doesn't feel like he likes talking to like the white folks that get sent to him. So you get what you get from him. I think he had another, another story this year. And I was like, this wasn't, this wasn't really like really dope because it didn't feel like he was comfortable. Well, Wallow and, and, and Gilly, like they were talking to him about stuff that resonated with him. We really got the real story about the Lil Wayne shit. Yeah. On, the, on the million dollars worth of game yeah. shit. We got the real story about him signing YSL, him, me, and Gunna, him, you know, a lot of shit that's gone on in his life. And and that's what I love about them is that they people respect them. Yeah, it's because you can relate. Yeah. Like, I think that's one of the most important things about just, like, you know, media, publicity, and just press. Like, you got to be able to relate to these artists. And, like, mm-hmm. a lot of times, like, these people can't. And then it's like they don't get the best out of them or they get these moments that go viral where it's like, you know, I just saw something recently Snoop Dogg, it's an old, it's an old ass interview, but it's going viral right now. This is probably like two thousand or something, two thousand and one. Yeah. Snoop is overseas somewhere. It sounds like he's in Sweden, and um, or maybe England. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and he sits down, and the interviewer is like, "Hey, so like, you know, you were five hours late for the interview. That's the first question he asked. He's like, what were you doing?'" Snoop is like, what the fuck? You can hear Snoop's management in the back, like, come on, man. <laughs> like, it's like, yo, like, you don't even, you can't even relate to an artist enough to know, like, nigga, he he, he looked like he was five hours late because he was really handling some shit. He looked pissed off sitting down yeah. right here. Get to your fucking questions. So I think Wallow and Gilly are just great at relating to these artists, relating to everybody, man. Like, I think they, they you know, they and they warm you up, like, them having this little song and dance battle in the beginning of the yeah, episode. I love warm. it. I love Every it. time. It's so funny when some people are like awkward with like Jason Tatum was just like looking at these niggas. But I love when like, again, to go back to the Thug interview, Thug was with it. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was doing it together. Yeah. Like I, he, he gets, I think that's, that's a method that he uses to get the guests kind of like comfortable. Yeah. You got to warm them up. You yeah. Gotta, like it's just, it's what, it's just what being a good podcaster, a good interviewer is. And Absolutely. These guys got it and they don't come from that ilk. So it's hilarious to see. I yeah. love it. <laughs> uh, we also had another one that, that kind of, it turned the corner. It's been around for a while, but it turned the corner this year. And that's Noriega's Drink Champs. Got some of the biggest interviews of the year. Like, it, I would say up there on the level of million dollars worth of game, they had Kanye. They mm-hmm. had, they had, uh, I believe Lil Wayne was this year too. Yep. Um, they had uh, Alicia, Keys. Alicia Keys, which was random. Smoking a blunt. Had Big Sean weeks after the Kanye one. The response. The response. <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's gotten to that point Man. where it's like oh the, oh actually I can't, I can't talk about drink champs without talking about the Cameron episode Cam which is one of my favorite podcast of my episodes favorites. of all time one of my Cam is Cam says something in there that I just got saved in my phone he was talking uh, they've asked him about Juju yeah and he was like you know like she dated Safari after him and he was like I just can't fuck you can't you can't fuck with him and then fuck with me. Yeah, and I just feel like that about so much in life, not just women. So it's like when he said that, I was just like, "Bro, that's a bar." Like, and yeah, they just you know, drink champs just kills it, and they they warm you up. Yeah, they like He's literally drunk. the interviews get better later. Yeah, <laughs> like that's the best thing in the world. And like shout out to Nora because last year they were on my list. They're two times in a row. Yeah, um, I had them on the list for the Pharrell interview last year, mm-hmm. and Nora retweeted it and was like, "Yo, shout out!" So 
Shout out to my Yala. Yeah, round of applause for that. Round of applause for that one. And hold on, another shout out to Noor. And this might be a segue into some later in there. Noriega was one of the first niggas I seen eating caviar <laughs> and enjoying it. And I had caviar for the first time this summer. So shout out to Noor, you inspire me. Also, uh, shout out to Wale again. We got to make sure we shout him out. He had, he survived Drink Champs. Man, Just Wale got know. lit in Drink Champs. Hey, Wale, hey, we got to do a Drink Champs, Wale. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, we can't talk about podcasting without talking about just all the multimedia adventures that happened within the, within the community this year. We don't call it a culture. We call it a community. Yes. And one of the big ones was versus, again, Turning the turning the corner, yep. becoming a big like pay per view event. Man, nah, they they turned it up and they did, they did it with some like interesting bookings. Oh, like yeah. who? I, and someone a lot of people called me out for not having um three six and bone on on, on the list. They're, they're, what, what a blowout! But man, but it, <laughs> these niggas started fighting. <laughs> like yo, they, hey, I remember watching that and was like, are these niggas like I seen a nigga throw a mic? I'm like, oh no, nah, they fighting. That's just, you know, that's just the, the power of verses, man. But verses, there's one versus that literally gives me nightmares. And that was the one that made my list. Um, Dipset versus Locks. Like, you don't understand. Like, I'm a Dipset stand. Like, I used to listen to uh, fucking Purple Haze every day walking to school. Um, every day. Like, I remember that year I listened to that album every day walking to school. Like, in my little walk, man. Yeah. The little red one. Little holographic shit. <laughs> so like, man, like when they lost like that, like it, like it kind of my childhood is ruined. Yeah. Like I'm like really like, damn, where where do I go from here? Like I like I tweet this like every so often. Like I probably have two tweets where it's like, yo, I just woke up. Like I'm just still thinking about dips and locks. Yeah. It's like four in the morning. I'm sweating. <laughs> well, well, here's the thing, man. We thought it was a we it, it, with versus. I thought it was a blowout. I did too. I, and I like Jadakiss. <laughs> I like the locks. I, I like Jadakus. I had Styles P against the gentleman. I like the locks. But my thing is like it's all about momentum. And from the moment, Josh, you knew from the moment Dipset was late when they Nigga, came out. I seen Jewel's fit, and I'm like, bro. <laughs> oh my god, what are you wearing? He had a lot of big clothes. He just had big ass shit on. Like, did, why did you... Cam come out with a chair, like a lawn chair? That was okay. Fly. Them niggas tried to play him for that. I was like, yo, Cam had the lawn chair chilling like that. I got that meme saying to my phone right now. I just send that just whenever I'm just like, I'm chilling. Like, it, it, it would, but the energy was off. It felt like what we hear all the time about this group is that they're not all coherent. They're not like cohesive. No, it, it is. It, it's what the Dipset story has always been. Yeah. But I'm like, man, like, it's just, they got hits and it just wasn't hitting. Like, just the way they were performing. I'm like, bro, the songs they picking, like, I don't know. I mean, when 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 I'm ready, can't win around for you. Yeah, it's tough. But it also kind of that also kind of changed versus in that it became now about the performance because it wasn't really well, like that. So and, and here's the thing for me in the performance, that's what hip hop is about. And like I hope artists and just you know just people smarten up. Like hip hop is about the performance. Yeah. And like rapping over your vocals, like I don't, I'm not one of them dudes that's like don't rap over your vocals. But come on, like you're a rapper, like. I went to a Playboy Cardi show <laughs> right after the Travis Scott World stuff happened. And honestly, that shit felt demonic. But <laughs> but Playboy Cardi is rapping over his vocals. That nigga says seven words in each song. It's yeah. like, you don't have to rap over your vocals. Yeah. Like, what, why are you doing that? You grunting how? Like, it was fire, but it's just like, bro, why are you doing this? So, and I just think, like, they don't understand, like, when you take the vocals out, your beats become crisper. They come clearer. They hit, they, they hit harder. Like, yeah. 
I, that's one thing I always like. I'm, I've always been a fan of, and this is a tangent, but I've always been a fan of um of show like show mixes on right. songs. Like I tell Tyler all the time, his show mix for "What's Your Name" mm-hmm. when he performs that shit, that's just amazing. That's yeah. like he needs to release that as a song. Yeah. So like artists need to kind of go back to like you know the essence of this shit, like Jadakiss did. Yeah. He killed the reverses. Like he really like he showed us what hip hop was about. That shit was amazing. So we got another call in. Are they ready? Oh yeah, yeah. They're ready. They, these are these are these are two people that know. <clears throat> they know the locks very well. Uh, I, I I shudder to, to think that that like these these two might be some of the pioneers of just like rap podcasting. They've been around for so long. Uh, of course, we're talking about these guys, it's the real. Let's see if they're gonna let's see if they're gonna answer. Yo yo, what's good? Got uh, Josh Keys and, and Justin here live live what's, on what's, air. Oh, what's happening, fellas? What's going on, bro? We got Eric and Jeff and Mr. Real. Everything is good. Honored to be included on your guys' podcast and uh, happy almost 2022. Man, we almost there. But yeah, we, you know, know. Been, we've, been, we've been calling up people of the culture, people who, who know what's going on. And we were just actually talking about uh, Jadakus' performance on Versus. Oh, and, my God. And first, I just want to call you to confirm that Jadakus orders his pizza crust only. Crust and, only and marinara in the front. I I can't believe that, this. I that's don't even, insane. Like it's I, totally insane. I also don't understand how they make that pizza. <laughs> no, so I figured it out, and it's very wasteful. They're just making a pizza and cutting it all out. And shout out to cutting slice in Brooklyn because I think that's the spot that made it for them. But um, yeah, but like, where does the rest go? Does it like go to like Heathcliff in like the cat or whatever? Like, what, yeah, what I, do they, they do? They're just throwing it out. They throw they're it like, out. It's ridiculous, yeah. man. We you know do whatever he needs. How, the how much best is that was pizza? when. The best was when Jeff texted Jada about that. So the news comes out, you know, somewhere like that the pizza place had had put it out there that we made this this pizza pie without the actual pizza. <laughs> and so Jeff texted him about it. And right, Jada, because I'm a journalist. And, and Jada was just like, listen, he's like, listen, man, crust is the best part. We're like, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're not going to argue with that. <laughs> oh. So does he not like topping? I don't know. This is, yeah, this is not. That's a short. Well, I, that, I wouldn't. Does he even finish the whole thing? Guys, Jada's undefeated this year, so let's not even... Okay, all right, you're right, you're right, you're right. And we, and, <laughs> and we were talking about that moment, and we were talking about Versus, and just how, like, the media landscape has just changed since COVID. Uh, we wanted to ask you, like, what would your ideal Versus be if, if you know, if you had the book, if you were if you were going to book one? Okay, I got I got some guff for this on, on Twitter, but I, I fully agree that this is the best matchup uh, Beyonce versus Soldier Boy. Wow. Oh man, hold on. That's Spong, hit. Please. That's hit. That hold is on. hit after hit. Soldier Boy. <laughs> oh man, hold on. Explain this, please. Because like, who could possibly go up against Soldier Boy? Like, I, I, didn't even, I, didn't even, I didn't even work from like backwards from Beyonce. I was like, no, it's Soldier Boy. Who could possibly go against him? And it's like, well, Beyonce probably could. I well, get it because Soldier Boy is someone who like the Beehive can't affect him. He'll just say he created the beehive. Like That's he, right. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't believe in in all of like he can't be trolled. Like Soldier Boy is the one person on the internet he cannot be trolled no matter what because he'll, he'll flip it. So I, I, that actually makes a lot of sense. That's a good one. That's but I mean, like, because it's not going to be like Soldier Boy versus um, Ray J. You know, like it's like because Ray J doesn't have the, the the catalog. You know, Ray J doesn't have his like he needs more people. But like <laughs> Beyonce, it's like you need somebody who's as charismatic as him. And like also has the hits, right? Well, it's funny. I got I got some stuff on uh, Twitter over uh, my future versus Jay Z, 
Because I honestly, I think Future could take him. But I think Future could take Beyonce too. I mean, he's he can perform he can some Beyonce songs. He's written some Beyonce songs. Like he could really. Yeah. Like also, if you're in Atlanta, that's all you care about. Yeah, yeah. And, and that would be the sneaky. That'd be the sneaky way for Swiss and, and Timbaland to make this even more interesting. To actually do it at Fox Theater in Atlanta and have <laughs> oh her God. pull up. Beyonce. Yeah. The Jay Z Beyonce household. <laughs> Will not allow that to happen. Did you hear how Jay Z was talking about Beyonce and Michael Jackson and Coachella? Oh yeah! Hey, shout out to Jay, man. They drinking some strong juice over there. Oh, <laughs> uh, but but one thing that I that I that you know me and Josh super respect about about you two um, is just how how you like had so much longevity and and like you had so much longevity that I think both of us have been mentioned on your show at least one point. I think I think. Uh, I think Alex has mentioned me on there, and you guys have mentioned Josh several times on, on the show. Yeah, listen, we were we were literally just taking a walk with uh, our brother Dan and our mom, and we were like talking about this list to our brother Dan, and he 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 understood. He doesn't you know work in the business. He's just a fan of this. Everything he understands like the respect that this list deserves. And when he saw that that Anwar carrots was was talking about it he was a little confused he was like but he was named he was like why would he and i was like it's okay they're friends they had this <laughs> but he was he was concerned that there was legitimately some beef that anwar didn't make the list i was like he surely did um but yeah look you know when, when it comes to lists jeff and i are are so you know uh over the source power 30 list you know we yeah. are we're, we're we're beyond the um the, the double XL freshman list. There's only one list that matters. And so when we saw the list come out yesterday, uh, it was once again accurate. Um, and anybody who has a problem with it can certainly take it up with Josh. Um, and <laughs> Not with you guys, with Josh. No, no, no. no, no. I, I, I have my, my own issues with it. Uh, I, and by the way, I do respect it. Um, but I, 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 as I told Josh, uh, Drake's haircut is a is a real thing that I that we need to talk about. No, it's man. You know, Drake's haircut was so crazy, like that he even did it, and people did it after him. That's a Yo, crazy thing to do. Why Osiris? Why yeah. Osiris has had a very rough year, and and it, part of it is is Drake's haircut. So do do we feel as though Chubbs had the knife or gun to his ribs as the barber did that haircut? For him? Yo, I, I I think that. Look, I, I was I was very pleased when the uh, the the free Larry Hoover concert that was on Amazon um, and and uh, made a huge splash. My my biggest my there you go. My, my, my biggest like more than more than Kanye said, more than Drake said, more than the performances or the way that the stage looked and the smoke was was there and everything uh, or the location, which is all amazing. The fact that both of them had like really great haircuts that night was the best part of it. Yeah, <laughs> super fresh. I can appreciate that. For sure. <laughs> super fresh, super fresh haircuts. But but yes, like the, it, it has been a long year. It's been a crazy year. I know you guys have a lot coming up in the next couple of months. Next couple, the next couple of years, you guys are gonna be around forever. Man, I, I like to think so. I, I would like to mention real quick with you guys that, and this is a hundred percent true, that in reading over Josh's list and seeing that bipping made it to the list. <laughs> We were like, wow, I feel like we made it because when we were in California, you know what? We went to lunch at, at the very start. We, we did two weeks out in, in California. We did a week out in L.A. and we started the week off right. 
by getting lunch with Josh and Jeremy Corellis. Shout out to Jeremy. Shout out to Josh. Um, and, and we ended the trip uh, up in San Francisco. Um, we went up to um, Yosemite. Yosemite for a couple of days. We went over to San Francisco. We're on vacation. Me, my brother Jeff, my brother Dan. And Dan was going to fly out of San Francisco. And so we go out to this this really nice restaurant. We have a great dinner. We cheers to another fantastic road trip with the three of us. We walk out to the car and Jeff had picked up a tennis ball earlier er, earlier on in the trip. And we noticed when we were crossing the street, almost up to our our Ford Explorer that we got from Avis, that there was a tennis ball on the corner. And we were like, oh, that's strange. (laughs) And as we were like, how many tennis balls are around like, you know, like San Francisco, like just on the street? We walked up to it and Dan was like, no way looked and we we got bipped we didn't know the term by the way we were just like oh the car, <laughs> car, got, car got broken into and so we each you know we know how to like operate just like i'm gonna go to cvs i'm gonna grab some like garbage bags and some tape dan was on the phone with with the police trying to figure out you know like if there was any any footage that we could like find whoever had broken into the car and got dan's work computer and his apartment keys um which was not great as he flew back on a red eye that night and his glasses no, I think he had his glasses. Whatever. His his he he was missing a um. It's for the story. Okay. Yeah, Dan lost. <laughs> so, it's like a so and I was Damn. and I was on the phone with with Avis. So we're all doing this thing. We're figuring out. Avis is like, listen, guys, just you know, return the car back to the airport when you drop your brother off. We'll give you the same exact Ford Explorer, like no questions asked. Just and you'd be on your way. We're like, oh, well, that made things really easy. So Dan had this great attitude where he was like, you know what? Like work will replace the computer. I can call a neighbor and, you know, my neighbor has a spare set of keys. I'll be all set on the whole. Like no one's hurt. Like, you know, we're going to be all right out, out of this thing. So Jeff and I have another couple of days in San Francisco. And as we like to do whenever we're in another city, we want to check in with all the sneaker stores, all the like the right places. So we stop by these different places, one of them being cookies, the 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 oh, like boy. headquarters for cookies. So we stop there and we're talking to the people. We're checking out all the merchandise and everyone's couldn't be nicer and at the very very end they were like hey guys just you know because you're out of towners because you're probably here for a short period of time and driving a rental car just don't get bipped and we're like sorry what's what's that (laughs) and they were like bipping it's when people break into the back of your car and steal your stuff and we're like oh yeah Happened, happened already yesterday, you know. <laughs> too, late. too late. We're natives. <laughs> so, so really, really glad. This happened in, in July. Really glad that, like, you know, for the last six months, even if it was on, like, the sort of, like, the borderline of not making it to the list, bipping was, was very deserving of making the, the ancient funny list. Yeah, I, I think that bipping could go against Soldier Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, well thank you, too. For being on the show, thank you for calling in. We, you know, we, we really appreciate it. We, and more than anything, we respect you guys more than anything for for just you know fucking with with the movement and fucking with the ancient funny list. Thank you so much, man. Absolutely appreciate you guys and, and happy new year. All right, peace, peace, peace. man. See, I t- we we told y'all that we had guests. And this is going to be quite a show, and we're only halfway through it. <laughs> yeah, we got some way to go. <laughs> we got, we got, we got. Man, more. but but they they hit a great point that I definitely want to talk about. Bipping made my list because that shit was everywhere. The shit this year, no, it was it was everywhere. It was in the Bay Area, <laughs> the Bay Area, which invents everything. So it was everywhere. <laughs> but yo, it's gotten so crazy. Like, so I just saw something recently where people are parking with their trunk open. 
They're like, don't, like, if they have, like, a minivan where, like, yeah. the window trunk, like, they're like, don't bit me. Like, my, I'll leave my trunk open. I'll show you nothing's in my car. Yeah, Go yeah. in my car and search around. There's nothing yeah. in there. Don't break my window. Yeah. I have to. I've paid too many windows. Yeah, because the window shit is the worst part to break on exactly. your car. Like, it's terrible. Bipping's so crazy. I, it, I knew it was going to make my list when I saw a video of someone getting bipped while driving. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. They got on the freeway. Someone came behind them, hit their, it was traffic, so it was, like, on the freeway traffic <laughs> Pow, right in the window. I've, I feel Took like I feel like car companies in their 2023 vehicles are going to make those back windows a lot more. All lot windows. Stronger. All windows. I, you know what? I got bipped in like 2018. Shit. <laughs> well, you created it. Then. Shit. Uh, yeah. Speaking of that, I mean, we got we to gotta talk about we got to talk about California culture. We got to talk about L.A. culture. We got to talk about culture as a whole as we go to the next part of the list. One of the biggest things I've been seeing, it's like the biggest this is the I thing. Think this is the one that everyone's talking about on the list. Man, my mom called me like, hope you're being safe out there, son. Yeah. I'm like, shit, I don't know. Is Melrose turning into the hood? Man. I'm going to tell you right now, I knew something was up with Melrose when I kept seeing motherfuckers in motocross pants. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> that said, like, gas and nah, shit like that. Melrose is on some whole other shit. I think it came with, like, I don't know what the fuck it came with. I did Pandemic, all these, like, sneaker stores and just people just... Merrill's was one of the places that was open when things started opening back up. You could be yeah. outside, you could walk around. I yeah. don't know, man. It's crazy down there. Like, people are getting robbed left yeah. and right. My barber told me a story about how he was just around there and saw someone get be? robbed. For real? Yes. Damn. Like, shit's crazy. So, yeah, like, man, Merrill's really turned into just, like, you know, the hood. And it's funny because when I moved out here, it was really not, there wasn't really much man, there. Yeah. I just thought about it, like. Someone got killed on Meros this year. Yeah. RIP to the guy that worked at Shoe Palace. Shoe Palace. Just over there the other day. Like, yeah. yo, like, what the fuck? Y'all oh, killed, like... Over some... Over trying to stop someone from cutting line, I think. Yeah, it's like a, a raffle. It's the hood <laughs> yeah. over there. It's ghetto. Like, yeah. and I don't even use that word. So, like, God, like, Meros, get it together. They need to get a little um, neighborhood watch team. <laughs> All y'all little cool kids with your sneakers working at the stores. I need to get some bats and batons. But I think, really, it's the, it's the, it's the sense of reselling. It's very huge. On yeah. that block, that that whole culture, and then it, it turns into it, it's. I'm not. I'm not blaming the youth, but I'm blaming the people that try and take advantage of the youth. It's funny. In that. Yeah, I was just. It's just ghetto, man. Because I remember I went over to round two one time. I was like selling some sneakers. I can't go there anymore. It was. This was like early. Like this might have been last year. Even yeah. I don't think. But um, a little white kid bought my shoes from me outside. <laughs> I'm like, it just felt wrong. I'm yeah. like, he pulling money out of his pocket. I'm like, this is ghetto. Like, it felt like it was like the. It felt like it was like the Dave Chappelle skit where he was like, gun store, gun store, liquor store. It's like it's yeah. like it was like shoe store, shoe store. Fucking. This is crazy, man. I don't. I can't blame it strictly on shoe culture, but like, it's just crazy down there, man. It, it feels like there's no it. cops over there. It feels like there's no cops. I remember this year there was like the whole. Um, the, the, first of all, this is something that didn't make my list. The L.A. dirt bike scene yeah. was crazy this year. And on Merrill's one time, I think they, like, pulled somebody out of a car. Damn near, like, it was some shit that happened. Some shit. I don't want to document the crime. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly, some things happened on Merrill's. So, yeah, it's been ghetto, man. And it's just, man. I, that And that trickled over to the outdoor dining, which, man, if you're outdoor dining in Los Angeles, please have your pistol on you. Yeah, please. Please. Uh, the outdoor dining... Outdoor dining in general, no one's safe. I mean, man, yeah, this this literally they're so robbing women. Yeah, they killing. They they are doing some crazy things out here, man. Like and and like we said, this is an escalation and a, and a reaction to what's going on. The pandemic. It's like, man, you gave world. everybody twenty bands. And, then you took it away, and now they now you didn't take it away. They they spent it away. <laughs> they bought a lot of forty two and and a lot of and lamb chops. A lot of, <laughs> a lot of people 
they 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 went to jail for it. A lot of people are, are down bad. Some people gotta pay the shit back. Yeah, no, it's just like it's just it's funny, man. I think growing up in the hood, you you see this all the time. Like a nigga, a nigga touch the money and then he don't have it no more. And he's like, I gotta get it. Yeah. By any means. Yeah. That's what a by any means necessary mentality come from. And man, imagine hundreds of thousands of people on their by any means shit. <laughs> crazy. Everybody's on their by any means right now. If you had a PPP loan or you got some type of unemployment check or and you don't got it no more, you like, I, I need it back by any means. Absolutely. Absolutely. And bruh, by any means means ugh, some wild things. Speaking of by any means. This motherfucker Drake, man. Man, he, he gonna get the pussy by any means. <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker Drake. How did, who, who tipped someone off to fly overhead Dodger Stadium that Drake, night? Drake, he had to let, bro, I was talking to my friend about this recently. Like, sometimes you do shit with, with girls so other girls see. Can see it? And that's what that was. It was like, yo, I'm here at Dodger Stadium, TMZ. Just fly over real quick. And they... Fly over. Oh, shit. Look at us. A helicopter. Like, <laughs> it was crazy. Like, it was just, man, shout out to Drake, bro. That's that's a real player shit, man. That that goes in the, the Hall of Fame right there. He ruined, I feel like he ruined Dayton forever. Because I feel like that's like the date, the date now. Yeah. To do. Yeah, I've seen Stevie's on Pico, man. Hey, you got to find, you got to figure out how you're going to top that, brother. <laughs> in the comments of my post, someone tagged whoever runs the Stevie's on Pico social yeah. media. I don't know if it's the owner or not. Someone tagged the social media page and was like, look, babe, we got to do something like this oh, or something. No. I don't know. It was funny. It's man. over. Yeah. It's over. I'm glad I'm out. Because it's over in the game, bro. You got to take them. Like, Josh, that's your next step, bro. So far, what's up? That's your next step. Best stadium in the world. So, And someone who, who kind of, like, encapsulates everything, I feel like that, like, I look to, you probably look to, in terms of just someone who, who is self-made and is really, like, making strides in terms of, like, what they're doing. This guy, Rich Paul. Man. Just got a sneaker. And we talked about we talked about New Balance. He had New Balance, right? Man, he had a New Balance. I, I need those. I, I can't find them nowhere. But the New Balance with the and you see, yeah, and I need yeah, I need the sweatsuit too. So, <laughs> but man, like yo, I just it's inspiring for me. I think coming up, and and this is kind of segues into what you know what we're launching and working on next year. I think I need to see other um, other figures, mm-hmm. people who aren't athletes. And, rappers and you know people who come from the same culture as me yeah. but just got it in different ways yeah. and you know he's a business manager or not a business manager but just a manager or agent like he's just an all-around good guy he's he's very much what i feel what i feel like i am for for artists like i feel like mm-hmm. i'm an artist helper yeah and he's uh, a lebron helper yeah yeah well he, he started as lebron <laughs> yeah. helper but now he's a everybody no, he's, he's helper. everybody helper yeah. and he's a he's a player yeah. helper and he's just like he's helping guys you know build brands and like and in the in the, the process of that he's built his own brand right and now he's with Adele. Like, come on, man. Like, the Adele, Rich Paul, the, bro. The Adele move? Hey. Hey, man. Rich Paul. Come on, man. Who who, had a, who, who doing it but him, man? But it's like, but it's just like, you know, that's just from, I don't know. But that's from him being a good guy. Yeah. Just a good guy, man. <laughs> but just, that's that's where you that's where you come from. I, I think the, the way that, like, people like you and me win is that we are upfront about it. And it's like, regardless of what people feel about it, we do help out each yeah. other. And we're selfless in, in doing that. Like, I feel like that's the it, it show it shows me at least that if you continue to do that you will get paid handsomely for it you will yeah. it will repay it doesn't matter when it's just in due time yeah I think it's just about improving the culture and the community like that's that's really what it is like he's he's better in the lives he's like he's made it so that like athletes just have more rights yeah. and just like they're just like they're they're more respected amongst you know the business they do 
I've seen him move those mountains. So it's just like, it's just dope to see how he just came in the game and just did it a different way. Yeah. And I think, you know, that's just, that's dope as hell. Like, you know, you think of Jerry Maguire or some shit. It's like Rich Paul. Like, oh, yeah. who oh, the fuck is yeah. Jerry Maguire? <laughs> like, I don't Paul. even watch that shit anymore. It's, it's Rich Paul. It's Rich Paul all day. Okay, so we got another call in from somebody who is is a fan of the list, good friend of yours. Uh, is, he, is he ready to get? Is he ready to get beamed in? We're just gonna call. I didn't even hit him up, so we just we just in the flow. Let me just see if you I pick mean, up. If we get stand, if we get stuck, we got other people. We got other people. Involved, so let's see. Let's see. Connecting. Okay, here we go. You've reached Trayvon Edwards. To wow. hit a two, press three. To hit a three, press two. For all other options, say or press boom shakalaka. Leave him a message at the buzzer. Just don't make it one of those long, detailed messages. Truth is, he never listens to him anyway, and frankly, doesn't care. Kaboom! Yo, I just that had was to crazy. that play. <laughs> that was crazy. Hey, shout out to my nigga Trey. Oh, uh, man, I wanted to get you on here. You seem like you're busy. You probably, man, you busy doing whatever the fuck you got you to do that. Like, that was amazing, bro. Hey, call someone who uh, call a- someone who isn't very happy about their oh yeah <laughs> their placement on the list. making calls, man. A man of the culture, too. Like, this, everybody who's ever touched my list are men of the culture. Women of the culture, too. Because I got caught off for that. Someone said they can count the amount of women on one hand on this well, list. Hey. And that's some real shit. Because I feel like a lady could have made the list. Cause she, but she's just all around. Oh, somebody calling me. Somebody's calling oh, me, brother. Trey's calling me back. Hold on. Let's go. see. Yo, I'll, Trey, you live on air What's with good? me and uh, Justin right now. I just, before we even get anywhere. I that just fucking say, voicemail, brother. Hey, man. I'm glad that you didn't answer so we had that voicemail on air. That shit was amazing. That's Tim Kitzrow from NBA Jam. Wow. I, I knew the boom shocker. Like, I was like, is that the motherfucker from NBA Jam? See, man of the culture. He just knows what the fuck is going on. He got... The guy for NBA Jam is leaving, doing his voice. Where the fuck you find him at? Uh, Twitter, man. Like he, uh, I just tapped in with him and just like, yeah, Yo, you want to come on the pod? And he came on the pod, and now I just like fuck with him. And like, anytime I got like something in advertising, I just plug him and throw him little jobs here and there. That's awesome. Fire. That's that's so great. That's that's awesome. But well, um, yeah, yeah, I was gonna say, man, we got my man Trayvon Edwards on, and you know, we were just talking about just the list. We actually just were talking about Rich Paul and how okay. just like he's just a all-around black man right now he's killing it right now like, and he's not he, he's doing it in ways that we haven't seen before like it's not the typical story it's not the, the athlete or the rapper it's just a dude who's just out here just kind of being a, a athlete helper and really just like you know getting these athletes more respect so he had to make my list this year he killed it yeah nah i mean rich is the blueprint dog like no matter how anybody has anything they say it, it just kind of falls on deaf ear because like his grind like this dude started off selling throwback jerseys like he was lebron's plug basically you know what i mean like a lot of people don't know to, that so no so it's so crazy he used to sell don c and kanye west throwback jerseys too yep it's just crazy yep. bro his story is wild so you know from that to having his own new balance and his his you know his top athlete is a nike artist and, and, and a nike athlete and the nike athlete is actually posting the new balance promo it's like Bro, this this man is a superhero, man. Like he he really killed it this year. It was crazy. Super flex, man. Super flex. Speaking of the list, man, I got to work harder so I can make the list next year. Hey, man, <laughs> it's fun. I think you work. Did you work on the um the McDonald's Travis Scott shit that made the list last year? You on there? Shouts to JP. Shouts to the gang. Um, I was Jay Balvin. So oh, okay. Okay, okay. Yeah. Shout shouts shouts to the White and Kennedy gang. Um, you know, we crushed it in 2021, sweetie, BTS, 
I mean, we can go down the line. Yeah, but, the Swedish um, shit was actually coming. fire. I bought some of the Mariah merch. Carey. We can keep it going. Listen, listen, go my, my, my fiance loved that fucking Sweetie meal. I said, motherfucker, you've never eaten a Big Mac in your life. Why are you going to get a fucking Sweetie it's meal? It's the marketing, man. It's the marketing. <laughs> I, I, love, I love to hear it, man. I love to hear it, man. That's a, that's a big shot to the gang right there, working hard behind the scenes. Yeah, man. I was going to ask you, like, you know, we had a, a bunch of L.A. State of L.A., L.A. culture things that happened this year. We're just talking about, like, the outdoor dining and, like, the uh, Melrose turning into the hood. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, you're from L.A. You're a native. Like, what, what were some trends in L.A. you saw or you just was like, oh, this this was definitely popping in 2021? Man, I mean, just me even coming back in general, just like, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm out in New York now, but just, just converting, like, the hood just in general, just kind of just getting down with it as far as, like, I mean, where to even start? I mean, yeah. just like John and Vinny's and Slauson is just one thing in yeah, general. Like man, that's, that, 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 that kind of made my list. That that kind of that that's a great. I mean, a lot of people were kind of pushing back, but like that's great, man. I, I love it because you don't have to go all the way out the way to go get it now. Yeah. Um, a lot of people are gonna get a chance to you know get that spicy facility. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's get so funny. Good bottle of wine. It's so funny how people were kind of mad about the yeast thing. I'm like, I was telling people. Like Yee's been closed for three years, and Yee's been Yee's been nasty for like five years. But also, but also Yee's has declined so many. You know what I mean? Like, no, no, no shot to them, and not to kick a you know a, a business it's down or anything they, like they, that. They, I, I feel you, but I just feel like it's just like it. Like, I feel like people was treating it like it was a black-owned restaurant that that John and Vinny's came and closed down. I'm like, that's just not the case. Like, it's just that's just what happens. It's just a spot. That's all it is. Yeah, I mean. It was so many different, like, you know, restaurants and, and, and small little venues just popping up. And I definitely, you know, I mean, like, I, I'm from Compton, man. So I'm, so I'm east of the uh, other side. But just overall, like, coming, being able to, like, you know, seeing these individual brands even pop out, like, fashion-wise, you know what I mean? And being able to wear it in, in New York has been great. You know what I mean? Shout out to Bricks and Woods and, you know what I mean, Carrots and everybody. I mean, you know, down the line, you know what I mean? Seeing... Dodger hats with, with this shining light. You know what I mean? In New York City, it's kind of crazy to me. You know what I mean? Like, yep. like you know what I mean? We we quiet, but it, but we heavy. You know what I'm saying? So the, the city's definitely you know what I mean making 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 a global impact. Yeah, and, and you've made your way obviously through through advertising. What are some trends that you see like be, becoming bigger and bigger in, in 2022 as, as as we move forward and and in a, in a different type of, of world where we where marketing advertising is is going to be happening. I think everything's going backwards. Right. Old is old is cool. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like every everything that everybody was trying to find or hop on a new trend is like it's going to reverse. You know, I mean, you got wired hair headphones from Apple. You know, what I mean, you got baggy pants that's coming to reverse. Like everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, it's not even more of a retro trend, but like, one thing I hit on, I think that I tweeted about was more so saying like, um, trends never die; they just circle the block. Mm-hmm. Huh. That's a great you know answer. what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's like stop throwing away your stuff, maybe hoard it a little bit or, or or pass it down as an heirloom, but it's never going away. And you know what I mean? Like uh we I literally just finished watching this uh interview with Tyler, and it was more so like he was saying, like, the old man is like kind of comfortable with their style. And it's like, if you know what you really like, you you gonna know what you really like. So you nobody can never change and tell you that a trend is whack. You know what I'm saying? If you like polo then you the low guy for the rest of your life. You know what I'm saying? Or you like Carhartt, 
etc you know what i mean like no one should be able to change that and i think that we got kind of lost in a weird pocket of like 2005 to 2019 of trying to chase a trend when trends never left right. like i mean trends were never really like held that much weight Man, that's a great concept. That's that's it's funny. Circle trend circle the block. I'm gonna remember that forever. That could have been on the list. Should have been. Hey man, twenty. Hey, add me, add me to 2022 on that one. Man. <laughs> this is, okay, we, we, I'm on the back end of it. You know what I'm saying? But, I got you. I got you. Well, uh, yeah, we, sure. we we got to run through the rest of this list. Thank you so much, Trevon, for being on this for 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 calling in and, and, and giving your insight on on a lot of the trends that's going on this year. Hey man, I seen I seen I seen P's name on the missed call list, and I had to run it back. So you know, I'm, you know, every night. Hey, maybe your ears was ringing because I was watching the um, Amazon Music Tyler the Creator uh, show. I literally was talking you up. So that's that's crazy. <laughs> See, man, <laughs> appreciate it, man. I'm gonna talk to you soon. Yep. All right, bro. All right, All right, another another one down. I want to get into some miscellaneous stuff on the list before we before we before we finish it off. Uh, we we almost we almost there at the home stretch. I know, like we we've been giving everybody. This, I, I'll say this right now: this is the best show we've done. Hey man, we're killing it right now. It's like, it's <laughs> this is the best show we've done. All right, like th- listen, this is the sign of things to come. This is the best show we've done. I'm telling you, sign of things to come. Exactly. We're, we're gonna talk, we're gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about it in a second. You talked about it earlier. Your man Roy. Everybody in the crew needs a Roy. Hey. And your and your crew. Roy, hey, Roy should have made my list. Literally, as I was about to put out the list, I thought I was, I was going to hit up Mark. Shout out to Mark, who designs my list for like the past three years. Like, man, he's been killing it. But um, I was going to hit him up and be like, yo, we need to add Roy real quick. But I didn't even know how to like, how would I name it? Would I just say Roy? Like, I don't, and, I don't, and it was so soon that people don't even know what I'm talking yeah. about. But like, shout out to my nigga Jesse, uh, Weed and Wagyu on Twitter. Because he's the person who tweeted and I first saw it from. He said, they send that nigga Roy in like he a Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a viral, this is, the Roy thing is a viral video of someone who, I, I believe they thought he stole his chain or something like that. Yeah, he like stole that. a seven, it's so funny, man. The dude who, so they say he stole a $7,000 ring. I'm like, you're so specific with that number. <laughs> and I guess they say he stole it and was hiding it or he, I don't know. But they was, it was like, you know when you watch movies and they beat the nigga like interrogating them? <laughs> It's, it's like these niggas was like they saw a movie. It was like we about to do that. <laughs> I don't know how to do that. He wasn't even tied up. Oh my god! And then, but then the my, the best part is when he said, "Roy, please get this nigga." <laughs> like, you didn't say please any of the other times. He was kicking him in his ribs. Man. Also, that video shouldn't be on the internet. That is it. They deleted it. So okay. he, the guy deleted it. I'm sure someone saved it. But yeah, man, Roy, that was a that was one that was made at the buzzer beat. <laughs> also. Another thing that, that, that came up, the Family Style Festival. Yeah, which I spoke about earlier because the first time I had caviar was at the Family Style yeah. ta- uh, Festival on a taco from uh, Morasco Holasco. Yeah. So it was just, um yeah, man, Family Style, which I've been going to since they've had it. I think last year they had a, um, a drive-in movie, mm-hmm. and that was dope. But this time they did it uh, in person with everyone, you know, Vax and all that good stuff. And it was just dope, man. I'm a, I'm a foodie on the low. Maybe on the high, I don't know. No, you and I see yeah. you cooking this year. I'll be cooking and just like I just be eating. So I go to like a lot of good restaurants. I just don't put it all on the gram, but I only put burgers on the gram and everyone thinks I eat burgers every day. And I'm like, nah, just that's the only <laughs> shit I post. But um but yeah, family style was dope. Actually, a restaurant that made the list that was there was uh We Omero's. Mm-hmm. Uh they did a collaboration with carrots, they did a carrot cake. And I'm just man, we Omero's 
It's on the good part of Meros, folks. <laughs> <laughs> it's a way. You know, it's funny though. It's, it's it's on the good part of Meros, but it's still on that block is where the Hot Wings Cafe. Oh shit! Happened. So it's it's, yeah. it's past the Wells Fargo. It, yeah, it's past the Wells Fargo. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, but yeah, we Meros, they just they're, everything they make is fire. But they got a, a great burger, great cheesesteak. They do see specials. They did like a lobster uh, roll special in the, one weekend. Amazing. Oh my god! And just the bakery is crazy. The, the cookies to die yeah. for. So um, to yeah. Die for you've been watching a lot of Sex in the City. No, nah, no, nah, you know I be I be watching food shows. Like I be, be get my food vocabulary down. But um, but yeah, Family Style was just dope, man. Like it was just a good experience. Shout out to the whole team to put that together. Miles, Bobby, John, Ajayan. I, I always pronounce niggas' names wrong, but shout out to all y'all, man. Y'all Is this their it. second time on the list? I feel like they got up there last year. They might have, bro. Yeah. I, I always have a good time when I go there. Yeah, like literally that. And this last time was probably the best time I've ever had. So. Yeah. Yeah, shout out to the VIP area too, and shout out to my boy Fidel, Fidel's flowers, Fidel's hash shows. We did the unofficial uh, family style hash show, and that was a hit, bro. Everybody loved it. So yeah, <laughs> shout out to my peoples. Um, crate challenge, crate challenge had crate challenge had our culture in a fucking headlock. <laughs> For a good month, <laughs> but do you remember the first crate challenge? Like the very first video, it that shit. In, it was in the hood, wasn't it? It was in like Milwaukee or some shit. That shit looked amazing. I was like, "What made y'all do this?" The one that popped off for me that I was like, "Okay, I'm tapped in." The one in Louisiana where the shots rang out right after. Oh that. yeah, bro. I'm like, that's how crazy the crate challenge was. Niggas yeah. was like, "We forgot we got ops. <laughs> we outside on crates, like." Bruh, I thought when you said Louisiana, I just instantly thought of Boosie. And yeah. I thought you were going to mention, Boosie had a crate challenge festival. He, oh, he did. He, <laughs> he, did. he had artists doing a crate challenge. He was paying people to do it. Bro, he said, why could Osiris still owe him money from a crate challenge? <laughs> why could Osiris owes me money right hey, now, man. bro? He owes everybody money. But Boosie, man, like, or just that, just the crate challenge was amazing. Boosie was amazing this year as well. Uh, he, he was made, he? I mean, he made my list unofficially because cancel culture. Oh, yeah. Just, okay. All this shit he went through. But, um... Cancel culture is not real, Josh. It's not, but it, it was. It's a thing. It's a, it's, a, it's a thing that I feel like people who are super sensitive about being canceled, even though they will not be canceled, keep saying it's real and it's I not. Mean, shit, is they the keep baby getting canceled? money. Is the baby canceled? The baby is the baby. Not here's the thing: the baby isn't canceled, but he's just not where he was because he had to. Because he had to That's actually. Canceled. He wasn't canceled. He's still getting money. It's funny. It's just, it's just a, it's really Listen, just a good phrase. Being held accountable isn't canceling. Oh, is that what that, that's the flip side of uh, if cancel culture is real? It, but that's the thing. All people want is a, is accountability. I guess that's true. That's all. People nah, want. they don't want. That's not all they want. They that want to cancel people, you. That's what they all want. Like, they want you to stop. They making want you to money. stop making money. Yeah, that, that, but I'm not that type. They want of, you to stop. They down there. Hey. If they do a crime, what, the, what shit? What do you think? Yeah. I don't think the baby killed any. Like the baby didn't kill anybody. Well, but he did. Know, but, but he did. But, but kill. <laughs> <laughs> shit. But I will say that shit like what he did with his baby mom didn't help him come back. At all. Like, it, it made it worse. Yeah, so no, he didn't get canceled. He canceled himself. Well, if, if anything. Cancel culture made my list because it was just a hot button topic. That's why we're talking about it so passionately right now. But so. but back to... Oh, yeah. we Definitely. But back to the crate challenge. My favorite crate challenge, Tyshawn Jones. He's a skater for Adidas. I missed it. He had a huge crate challenge thing like in some type of park in New York. It was a huge crowd. Of course, I'm like, none of these niggas is wearing masks. But he had a huge crate pyramid. And he had everyone doing it. There was one, I swear, I, I'm so mad I didn't save this one. A girl got to the top and falls off on her face. Yo, like, that's my thing. Like, 
Niggas was really falling on crates. Like, them hospital bills must have been crazy. <laughs> must have been dumb. That's what they spent their PPP money on. <laughs> That's why they so No, they mad. really spent they spent their PPP on the crates, the milk crates, and the hospital bills. That's literally what, what they spent their money on. I haven't seen a bottle of milk in 10 years. Where are they getting these milk crates from? <laughs> Everybody drink almond milk and, and, and every, oat milk and shit. And low-key, from what I've seen, every basketball court in the hood has real uh, have real yeah. hoops. So, like, that, where the fuck is the milk crates coming from? Man, I used to really play on milk crates. It's crazy, man. We all did. Got I it from the mud. Put, I mean, niggas put vinyl in it, but, you know, this is what it is. Uh, we also had the, the rise of, I know you bought one this year, NFTs. Oh, yeah, I bought one. I thought, hey, I really thought I was about to get rich off this. Listen, listen, this shit. <laughs> Nigga, hey, you understand that sentence that I wrote in the caption? I thought I was going to get rich. Or did you think you was going to get rich off of NFT? <laughs> I really believed I was going to get rich off the 100's NFT. Shout out to the Atom Bomb Squad. That shit was dope. I, I legitimately, it. listen, I have, my, I have my, my, my misgivings with NFTs, okay? Yeah. Money laundering is real. Let me hey, just say. I shot to my hood niggas that got into NFT. I swear <laughs> to God, it's a nigga. It's, I'm not going to say where you from or what it is. I went to his page. He had his open seat thing in his bio. This nigga owned like seven NFTs. I'm like, nigga, what the fuck? You're a game banger. <laughs> you are a game banger. But I, my worry about NFTs is that the people who are less are, are less likely to not take a hit from these things not selling are going to be the people that are worse off. I feel like the rich people got in on this shit and they're nah, going to it's not, it's not, but it's not that. Because honestly, like, shout out to the Franlations. Like, he collects NFTs and he's been in it early. Like, it's millionaires getting made who but, aren't, but, who aren't, like, I, I know some homies, like, it's funny, I wish I paid more attention. Like, at Family Style, I saw the homie, we talking. He like, bro, like, I got a Discord, like, just get in here, talk to me about it. We're we going to link, blah, blah, blah. He was like, bro, he told me, he's like, I just bought this NFT for $500. This shit sold. Like fifty k. Did yours sell for that much? My shit ain't sold yet. Exactly. exactly. But the one he bought did, and if I would have been like, "Yo, let me, I'm gonna get one." But you had to get in early, though. Not even early. If I was just been like, "Yo, let me get," like if I was just said, "Oh, you about to buy one? I'm gonna buy one too." I would have been in the game. My my two hangups on NFTs. One of them being who who asked for decentralization of money. Who that's a problem that oh, my, not that's shit. a pro, but that's a problem the that dollar is nothing. It's a bro. problem that we it's it's an issue that or a problem that we really don't need. We have more problems that needs that need solving right now than that. Than decentralizing guess. money. Yes. I mean, money's a tool. It, it so is. it's like it's technology. And two, I feel like there's not enough people that care to educate people that make less money that are making twenty seven thousand a year on what these well, things see, are. And this is the thing. It it's an education barrier for sure. Exactly. You gotta but nigga, life is an education barrier. <laughs> Literally. But that's not you can't no. wrap it up to that. No, it, it absolutely is wrapped up to that. Like to go to college is that barrier too. But it's like niggas, it's just it's, life is an education barrier. This NFT barrier is a lot fucking lower. Yeah. Like, bro, go. Matter of fact, everybody listen to this. After you listen to this, go listen to Earn Your Leisure podcast. I think they made my list last year. If they didn't, they should be on my list this year. Them niggas is amazing. I learned a lot from them, and they break. There's just nick. I hate to I say niggas. Bla- black need a black man person, breaking it down. Yeah. yeah. I need a black person teaching other black people how to make money off this because all i see is non-black people making money off no nah, it's some it's some it's some black men in there it's like shout out to ish millie he doesn't even know me but i just follow him and i just i see him doing this thing in that space um it's a kid investing stocks he's he raps it's some people it's some black dudes in that okay. space but it's funny like again these are the stories that aren't being told these mm-hmm. are the lights not being shown like it's it's some it's some niggas making some money in that space i, I, I wouldn't say it's not i, I would say that i don't see enough black yeah like, like you said but i don't you, see enough black people yeah you don't see yeah and, but honestly it's just it's such a new space it's not even enough people in the space yet but that's I why feel like, like what sucks is that we as people 
as black people, we always get in on it late, but we always pop it. We always make it pop. Yeah, I mean, because we, we talk the most. <laughs> I think I need to shut the fuck up. <laughs> that's the other bit. Hey, that's what everybody else is doing. It's, they get into it and just be a you, silent. But you know why they be a silent? Because they launder us fucking money to these NFTs, Josh. The fuck? We got another caller. We got another caller. Is it? Are they ready to? They yeah, ready to call I didn't even him? hit him. We just about to call him. Right, this is my boy. Call, I, this might call. be the wrong number I have for him, honestly. So how you know that the wrong number? The right number? I just be living life, brother. So we got another call in. Obviously, if you got if you got thoughts about NFTs, it, enlighten me because listen, I've I've read some anti NFT texts, and I'm I'm waiting for somebody to sell me on this shit. All right, we we coming through. Who we who we call? Calling my boy Barlow, it's a Los Angeles legend. Okay. Like honestly, just Los Angeles legend. That's all that needs to be said. Captain Barlow. <laughs> you know, you know. Hello? My boy, Barlos. You live on air, man. It's the podcast. Okay. Ain't shit funny list. Let's talk about it. Oh man, that's fire as I'm walking on a plane. Oh yeah. I told you he's a legend. <laughs> Getting on the I plane, know. bro. Yeah. Hey Delta, hold the plane for a second. Hey, yeah. You know <laughs> That's fire. Um, the first thing I want to speak on is Reese and the uh, slime slime language uh, cover. Not just one. Hey, I'm gonna call him after, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna call him after. No, um, but you, 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 hey, you have some good shit that missed the list. You, you, some food spots that you haven't yeah, invited so, me to yet. So, so let's go yeah. through them. <laughs> all right. So I felt like, okay, first of all, I feel like Burgers Never Say Dodge should have been on there. They was on there like two years ago, maybe. When they first okay. opened, they show was on there. Okay, bet. So you was ahead of the time but shoku shoku is like shoku is the best chefs in the game right now oh absolutely i believe it bro i i the shit they doing is crazy that mcgriddle they made they making oh, man. rich nigga food bro they yeah honestly. i made i made that mcgriddle up because i used to walk to mcdonald's on century and western so i felt like one day i was gonna be rich and then i wanted to like elevate that mcgriddle so i was so happy that they made that for me man what in the ice cream they got what the fuck? Oh, man. Oh, man. Some of the best ice cream. Sour Patch Kids, Starburst. Oh, where is this at, man? Bro, the price didn't change. I don't even know what the what the, the per person price is now. Them niggas is going crazy, bro. Shout yeah, it used to, to be like 1000 Yeah, It's probably like 15000 now. Yeah, man. And it's going up yeah, it's as going we speak. <laughs> but but also, too, I feel like I feel like you missed the uh, the uh, dirt bike scene in LA. No, dirt bike's going crazy it, right now. Yeah, we spoke about that it. earlier, and that's that's another reason why you a legend, bro. Because I feel like you really brought that community together, and you y'all killed it. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, that shit was fun. EJ, like the, the dirt bike kid, he the, he like he like Jay Z in the city right now. <laughs> <laughs> he like oh like in ninth seen, grade. And it's funny. I just love how that scene brought just people from different hoods together. Like, I'm seeing Bloods and Crips and Ubers. Everybody just riding together, and that shit just like a real Yeah. Thing. Yeah, honestly, I told the police that one day. I'm like, man, like, I ain't never... I, I lived in L.A. my whole life. I ain't never seen no shit like this. Hell no. So, yeah, no, that was definitely a miss. I, 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 I was mad I missed that one for sure. Nah, but I think my favorite one on there, though, my favorite, 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 favorite one, and I'm glad you, like, spoke about it, was, like was like circulate i think that was like love like just to you know show them some love mm -hmm. and then i and then i really love that you added the family fest because not for nothing even though we didn't create that that shit fire bro we just spoke about that too like that was nigga that's that's just i'm we you know we eat we niggas that just been eating our lives and like just seeing all those restaurants together and seeing that community embrace the community that we kind of built with streetwear and just like street culture in general like it's just a dope little scene man like, and i just want to 
help them grow and just like continue to foster that shit for real. Yeah, for real. Yeah, that was a good look. But then you got to add yourself, Josh. Don't be biased. All them Amazon posters, man, hey. around the city. Nah, I'm on there, man, with that Doja Cat drone show, which I'm going to speak about after this for sure because I, I need niggas to know what happened with that and just how that <laughs> happened and how everybody tried to do it after me. But yeah, we did the uh, the drone light show with Doja Cat out in uh, okay. Santa Clarita. That shit was crazy. Did like and then, two million organic on our social media. See, see, <laughs> see, see, you need that credit. Yep. You need that credit. And then my last but not least, Kanye West taking pictures of everybody. <laughs> hey, that's, man, that's a great one, bro. That's a great one. Well, dog, are you, shit, where are you, where are you going? L.A.? New York? I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm coming back to L.A. I'm in Atlanta right now. Hey, man. Safe travels, bro. I know you're about thank to settle you, in the you. first class. Oh, man. <laughs> Comfort plus. <laughs> I know what it is, man. Talk to you soon, bro. I love y'all. Y'all be good. All, All right, man. Me. Thank you. We got to get Reese on here, man. Hey, man. We got to call Reese. It's but, time. But because but, we got to get the Reese rant. And it's time. I know, I, we, we've, we've held off long enough. Of course, you know Reese LaFlair. We gotta we gotta get him on here, man. Don't look at his Twitter page. It looks like it looks like InfoWars, man. It, man. It, it looks crazy, but but Reese is definitely somebody that, like you said of the culture. But this year he, you know, little little unorthodox year for him, man. Like it, it's, it's nah, just Reese crazy. honestly, Reese had a good year, man. Diva's selling Diva all the stores. Up. Yeah, Diva blew up. Shit's fly. Looks good. It's very much an amalgamation of him. Diva. Please leave your message oh. for. Let me write the voicemail. That boy, they play. I'm gonna try to FaceTime. Will the FaceTime go through? Yeah, the FaceTime will go through. Hold on, let's see. Yeah, he he might. He's a little mad at you right now. Clear records. YSL. Big diva. Yo, he's pissed at you right now. Fuck that. He might have blocked me. Honestly, <laughs> that's my brother, man. He made the list. He oh. just didn't make the cover. <laughs> But nah, I do want to talk about that, man, because that, like, honestly, and I don't know the politics behind it, but that was a moment just for, like, the culture. Like, yeah. if you if you knew who Reese was and you saw that cover, like, you talked about it, laugh, like, and it's, we all laugh at ourselves, like, shit, we all do funny shit sometimes. Like, it ain't, yeah, it ain't a, a, a knock at him, it was just a funny situation, bro. They really put Wheezy head on, on his Reese body, and, I, and honestly, like, we laugh at it, but it would have been super fly if they if they put that through. We don't know what happened, yeah. you know what I'm saying, or, or why he wasn't on it or whatever, but that was a moment, man. Like, that, that's something that, that definitely, uh, you know, we're going to always remember. Let's just man, say that. we absolutely are always going <laughs> to remember, like, remember that. So, uh, shout out to Reese. I, yeah. I'm pretty sure he blocked you because he went right to the voicemail. It's hilarious, but <laughs> hey, man, shout out to my brother, man, LaFleur. <laughs> So we want. I want to. I want to circle back into music as we yeah. as we kind of end this off this this year, twenty twenty one. Gunna and men wearing Chanel. I, I had Before, to lump these two in. You lumped them together, but I got to lump them apart. But also, Gunna is in my list a couple different times in a couple different ways. Yeah. Honest to God, Gunna was my man of the year. Wow. <laughs> Without okay. dropping the album, he okay. just was just amazing. Just his social media, Rihanna dressing up as him for Halloween. Yeah. His outfits. His just his slang, his features, like he really the big shined. dick is back outside shirt. He shined through this year, yeah. like he really did. Like he really became himself. Like gonna like a I celebrity. before this, I was yeah. like I don't really like, but he really yeah, he became a celebrity. He became a household name, yeah. a face. I think the slime language two album really helped because it was just him and it really showed it that really he's was like number two. Thug. Yeah, yeah, it's really it him like and Thug, him Thug and Drake. Like what yeah. the fuck? Like it's just like so I I love Gunna this year. Um. He killed it, man. Like, and I, the, I said he he came through on the list a couple different times because 
the men in Chanel was just that that outfit was amazing, bro. Like Chanel doesn't make men's clothes, so <laughs> that nigga had on like a, a suit jacket, maybe I don't know. The boots is really yeah. where, where, it, where it took off. But man, so but also I think so he executive produced uh, Lil Goddess Top Shelf Goddess tape. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, a little oh. known fact. I mean, I don't know what that means in the, the grand scheme of things. He thing. said, hey, sure, to put that on there. I think he just picked the songs, <laughs> yeah. but his touch was on there, and yeah. he had a good song on there, too. I just think Gunna just really, you know, pushing P. Like, he just really, he's his slang, everything, he just really became himself this year. And, like, it's funny. There was, a, um, there was like, an interview he did on the red carpet somewhere. I think it was, like, the Variety Lunch Brunch or some shit, and they asked him about um, dating uh, Chloe Bailey. Oh, yeah. And his response was just great. He was like, no, nah, we not dating. You know, we just went on a date. <laughs> but no, I got what he mean. Like, we not dating. We just going out to eat, doing shit. Yeah, as a, we as got a songs friend. together. Yeah, yeah, as friends. As friends. And, you know, Gunna just had some good quotables this year, man. And then, you know, him on SNL, bro. Like, I don't think people knew that he could really. He sang. A, he sang. And Gunna's another one that doesn't use his show vocals. Yeah. When he's at Rolling Loud, you're hearing Gunna's voice. Yeah. And that shit sounds amazing. Yeah. So, Shout out to Gunna, my man of the year without dropping an album, man. Salute. Looking forward to DS4. I need that. That needs to come out like Thursday. Now. Yeah. yeah like, like, we're ready for that to open the new nah, year. Put it out next year. It's got to make my list. Yeah. So uh, next up, somebody that came through this year. I know he had a buzz last year, but this year he really like, he really blew up. Yeah. yeah. ESTG. ESTG, man, like had a, a crazy year. And this is, this is funny. Like I was... Super early on ESTG. I think he might have made my list last year with a song or maybe. Or, I think it was a song. Yeah, he was just on my mind last year for sure. On my playlist all day. But um, the first person to play ESTG for me was Shy Glizzy. <laughs> shout out Shy Glizzy. Yeah, shout out to my dog Shy. Like, I just remember we was just chilling. He just played me. He's playing a song. I'm like, who the fuck is this? He's like, ESTG. He was like, I think that nigga from Detroit or something. All <laughs> because <laughs> like, of the beats. Yeah, I'm like, and I just went and did my research. I'm like, oh shit, this nigga hard. So shout out to Shy, shout out to ESTG, man. Like I, I think I put, uh, I, th- I think I put his his project in my top ten this year. I, I believe. Oh yeah, nah, he he killed it. And like it's funny, I was just talking to my homie the other day. It's like that nigga shit so dark. Yeah, <laughs> but it, it's it, like it's so good. It's you like can, you can't you can't listen to ESTG like every day. That nigga ra- raised a friend all right. <laughs> like, because that that's like on some remember when they blamed uh, music for Columbine? Like I be- really believe that shit with that nigga. Man, like, I just believe everything he said. <laughs> they like shit. Stay out the red zone. Nigga, this shit crazy. <laughs> but no, shout out to also shout out to Louisville, Kentucky. I got strong ties down there. Shout out to my boy Nemo, Pinky, Cole Hoodstock fan. <laughs> No, that's just Jack Harlow. That's all y'all, man. Yeah, no, nah, I love Louisville. I love Kentucky. I love the Midwest. So, Also on the list, Soldier Boy is the first to do everything. We talked about Soldier Boy earlier when, when It's The Real called in. Yeah. This motherfucker, he's created another meme. There's there's no year, I think, Josh, that Soldier Boy does not go viral for something. Man, he just, that nigga really. He, just, and he starts the year off every year. I thought you were about to say he started the internet. <laughs> he did too. Yeah, he started that but, too. But every year, right? He starts off in January yeah. with some crazy shit. And then it just kind of, it, it goes throughout the, the rest of the year. And he got a little hit to make it clap shit happen this year. It's the verses happened this year. It was not a hit. It was, it was it, it's so funny how he was like, it's on the charts. TikTok charts. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this would be crazy. When he performed at the verses no more than four times. And one yeah. of the times had French Montana, I said. One time had Nicki Minaj. Yeah. She said she recorded that shit that day. Like, nigga, you got the Nicki Minaj to make it clap verse. Like, come on, man. Like, and for, But for him to, look, really what I want to say is like, for him to still have that much, that much. Social cash, like and everything like that, yeah. still 
more than a decade into his career, regardless of how hot, quote unquote, hot he is right now, he's not on the charts or whatever, but people still respect him enough, like a Nicki Minaj, he can say, yeah. I got this verses going on, I need a verse. No, because he it, does it. It's the genius of Soulja Boy. That nigga yeah. then gave them hits. He yeah. made beats, did crazy. Like, Soulja Boy is cemented legend in the game. He can't be canceled. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like, he, Soulja Boy is really one of the ones, and like, his, his, his reach is far and wide. He invented everything. Every motherfucking thing. It's crazy. Something up here, a lot of people, and this is timely in the news because Rolling Stone named it their number one hip-hop album. A lot of people, last Christmas when it came out, didn't get it. But it, I think it ended up in a lot of people's most played, definitely in my most played this year for sure. Yep. Playboy Cardi's Whole Lot of Red. Yeah, no, Whole Lot of Red was my shit. I, I went to the show. I don't go to, like, I, Young I go to rap shows. shows. Yeah, but yeah, like, nigga, it was me. I, it's so funny. In my little role, I wasn't on the floor. That shit yeah. was fucking demonic. I have to repeat. Look crazy. But in my role, I seen a dude, a man, a guy there with his sons. He brought like, or he brought his son and his friends. And it was just so funny to see him. Like, he looked like a hip hop, like he was an older Mexican dude, but like yeah. he looked like a hip hop fan. Like he looked like he loved Ice Cube. Right. And see his sons reacting to this shit. He like, I kind of get it. But yeah. I, like, I, it's funny, man. Like yeah. Playboy Cardi really, he figured it out with just like his cadence and just like his beats. And like, I, I see it with my nieces, like. They don't know what the hell he's talking about, mm. but they love the energy. his energy, the mm. voice, everything. And it's like, he figured it out. It's like a kid's show. Like, kid's show have high-pitched voices for a reason. Like, yeah. we don't talk like that, but that's, that's the marketing of it. That's yeah. the, it's like that. And he figured that out and translated it to music. He mixed it with the crazy demonic shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> the, the, I, yeah. I like just the, the visuals of it. I, I love the pageantry. Remember he had that New Year's concert. Late last year, yeah. with the lights, the, the the seizure lights. Oh yeah, no, he had the light show at the concert was crazy this year too. Like he had like these flames popping up. He had the little Kanye truck on stage. Oh my god, it was dope, man. It was it was it's the pageantry of it. It's absolutely right. So I appreciated that album. I appreciated just you know even just like and that's the thing like Playboy Party Playboy Cardi is a student of the game like. Mm -hmm. Take my shirt off and I'll start breathing. Like nigga, like that's Gucci. Like that's like he, MF Doom reference. Yeah, like even um. It's funny. What's was it? Monk. Yeah, punk monk. Punk. Yeah, yeah, that song is like a mix of his influences. Key. Yeah. And just the Atlanta scene. Just mm -hmm. when he came out and the shit he's talking about, and like he can make a song like that, and then also make these wild, crazy songs that he makes too. So Rockstar like, made one of the best intros. Yeah, of come the on, past man. decade. Like, man. You can't. You can't deny that, man. Come on, bro. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 you know, I gotta, we gotta take a, a, a different route here because we gotta, you know, Barlow's already said it. We got to salute you and everything you did at Amazon Music this year. Oh, yeah. I think, you know, it's funny. I mean, I did a lot. Blast, uh, Car Wash, fucking um, Kanye and Drake shit was a moment. Tyler's show was a crazy moment. Shouted you out. Yeah, man. But the Doja Cat Jones light show was crazy to me. I remember I, you literally were like, I'm the most stressed out that I've ever been. Stressful for sure, but it's just yeah. like, it was just the power of like a great idea. Like yeah. I remember being on a call with her and she just mentioned like drones deliveries and just how she just loved drones. Yeah. And I saw a light show before and I just kind of was like, yo, I think I got an idea. Like what if we did a drone light show? And she, her face lit up, the team face lit up and they were like, yo. She really likes this idea, so we have to make it happen. Yeah, oh, <laughs> and that's God. where the, the, the stress came from. Like they were stressed, so yeah. they were just shooting the stress at me. <laughs> but um, it worked out. It was dope. Um, it was just unique. Uh, shout out to Six Degrees. That's the agency that helped me out with it. And it was just a dope ass idea that just really like it. it really like her. Her album's called Planet Her. So it really just like it was the perfect idea for her mm -hmm. album. Like we, Danner looked like we created, had UFOs. Yeah, UFO, yeah. a constellation. Like it just looked wild and like. 
she had a great time. Management team, Sal and Cold came out. Their kids were there. Yeah. We had food. It was this was a great little moment. Um, like I said before, on social media, did crazy numbers. I think it was like four million organic. Added up. I, but, I, um, I did some. I did some some good social media shit this year. Yeah, yeah. shout out to Justin. What, what, what Justin do over here, man? What, on, tell man. us. What, tell the people. We're what the what didn't make my list? Well, I I mean, you know, I I wasn't gonna say that. I'm not gonna say you know. Arcane should make the damn the list. You know what I'm saying? Well, I don't even know what Arcane is. I pivoted is. away. I pivoted away a little bit from music a little bit this year. But I I was in the space, and I will say, I will say, I feel like you did miss something. I don't know. I don't normally say what? you missed anything. Tell me what. But it's something I worked on this year, and I think I'm pretty fucking proud of, motherfucker. And that is Ultimate Madness Four hey. with Drake. I'm yeah. proud of. I I worked on that. Honestly, and it's crazy because I I don't watch battle rap. My homie. Watches it all the time, and I watched that one. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh shit!" I, I saw it when it came out. I think I had an app or some shit. I, to do I, I would say that battle rap, just in general, turned the corner this year as well. Absolutely. In terms of just not only just being the caffeine, and shout out to the people I worked with the caffeine when I was over there, but it was like for Drake being there and, put, and putting that money in Geechee Gotti and and and, uh, and you know putting it in their hands. That was a huge moment, and yeah. I think that it turned because now you got like you had fucking uh, NLE Chopper show up last week to, to their last event. You had Jadakiss showing up. You had Remy Marshall. You had a lot of people coming back into the culture. I really feel like twenty twenty two is going to be the year, especially if Drake is coming back like he says he is. Yeah. Where battle rap is going to be kind of like back. I mean, I don't know. This ain't the Joe Budden podcast. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> nah, it's funny. The, the battle rap shit is interesting. I just saw. I always catch the clips on social media, and I just saw this one where this dude like. It was a white rapper versus a black rapper, and he was talking about how to do was a snitch, and he had all these paperwork, he started passing it around. I, again, I love the pageantry of battle rap. So when it's like that, I, I fuck with it. And um, yeah, it's, it's something there. I could definitely see it becoming more popular because, like, bars are back. Yeah. So I absolutely see it. And, like, you know, one thing I always glean from, like, when people talk about Jay-Z is, like, they always talk about he watches and sees everything, and, like, battle rap is one of those things. Like, he, he watches all that shit. Yeah. So Jay watches shit. So it's probably on his list. Yeah, for sure. yeah. Uh, I want to get another call in here. Is, is he is he ready? Is, we got a story. We got, we got to call you. We got to call the, the man himself, Tim Henshaw. Oh yeah, let's do it. We got to call Tim. Yeah, hey, let's actually call Tim because he this Kanye and Drake shit. He can tell this story better yeah. than anybody. Like if he wants to, if he wants to. <laughs> but he's also someone who who wanted to be on who wanted to be on the, on the show today, and we got to end it off with him being the last. Guest of this episode before we get into some of our uh, some of our announcements. So let's see if he's let's see if he's here. I also want to talk about some more music shit too because there's okay. a couple projects I really love this year. We're a year for music. We're not weird. I feel like we got we had a better year than we did last year. But let's get Tim on the phone. Please leave your message ah, for. Oh man. No answer. See, my well, man's busy, busy out here closing deals, bro. He busy. Through the holidays. He busy, he but don't I, stop. But I'm sure you can speak to this. The challenges of really throwing the free Larry Hoover concert. Yeah, no, it's just, I mean, it's the two biggest hip-hop artists in the world. So mm -hmm. it just comes with its challenges, man. Mm -hmm. Like, shit, even me getting inside the venue was a challenge. So, really? I mean, it's just, it's, I, first of all, the parking situation was crazy. That was the first time the Coliseum started doing concerts like that. Yeah. So it was just, you know, figuring out the logistics and all that shit. But shout out to the Coliseum because that's about to be one of the premier venues. Like, Who, I think, whose decision was it? Was it Kanye's decision? Was it Amazon's decision to have it there? Oh no, that was all Kanye and his team. Like they kind of they they figured it out. Shout out to Jay Prince, man. Like we just came in as like the streaming partner, and you know, shout out to everybody who loves the stream because like I think we 
really got it down on the streaming mm-hmm. front. Like I think from the Tyler stuff to what we did with like Head in the Clouds Festival. Yeah. Um, we just figured it out with just live streaming and like you can see it on our Twitch channel with just the shows we created. Yeah. Also, man, thinking about just work shit and just like the shows we created. Uh, this year connected with Wayno. Wayno, yeah. Shout we out to literally Wayno. launched a brand new hip hop show that hip hop absolutely needs, and I think Wayno has some great interviews this year. And um, you know, I Wayno, think Wayno could have been on Direct Effect or like one of the MTV shows back in the day. And you know, it's crazy. He's another one that comes from the same ilk as um as Gillian Wallow, like yeah, A and R management, really from the culture. Like Wayno was interning at Rockefeller, and he was like 15 years old, and like he. He fucking A and R at the Young Guns project and the State Property Two project. Like that dude was really in the trenches with all those, with all of them. And like you know, he's a legend in his own right. So I love you know working with him and creating that show. And yeah, he had a great year. He was there when uh, Beanie Siegel and Petey Crack had that weird smack moment. Yeah, man, he was dope. He was telling me stories about like Beanie Siegel and um and, and fucking like Kanye and how yeah. he was there when they had to go get. Fucking Kanye out of the fucking diner when he was in there because some niggas was about to rob him for his chains. <laughs> Beanie Siegel came inside the diner and untucked Kanye's chains. Said, nigga, untuck your chain. Wear your chain proudly. These niggas ain't gonna do shit. So shout out to Beanie Siegel, man. He ain't found his 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 found the youth. That nigga wearing gallery department supreme. He yeah, had a whole he had bags and bags. He was on Melrose. Actually, no, I saw I speaking of, I saw Beanie and young Chris at the show. Chopped up for with him for a minute. That shit was cool as hell. Like Definitely just, you know, some legendary shit. So, yeah, man, I don't know. Like, I think, you know, that Kanye show, just to go back to what we spoke about, like, it was it was definitely hard to pull off, but we did it. And that was a, that was a moment for hip-hop history. Like, who would ever thought that would happen? If, when they, if you were to ask me top of the year if Kanye and Drake would do a show together, I would have yeah. said absolutely not. But you guys made it happen. Yeah. But, but that's important in terms of just, like, Amazon Music, again, like, kind of turning the corner and being a really kind of being a, 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 a pillar in hip-hop right now. Like, yeah. you guys are putting in a lot of work. And, yeah. like, when you got there, it didn't look the same as it does right now. No, that, and that's, you know, shout-out to me. But, no, <laughs> no, absolutely shout-out to the whole rotation team. Like, shout-out to Rochelle, who actually programs our uh, playlist. Like, it starts with the programming and the music. And I think, you know, we actually, our programming doesn't feel like everyone else's. Like, I think we kind of, we, we, we take that, that, that leap, and we kind of support things that other people wouldn't support. And, um, you know, that trickles down to, like, our social media team and, and Jenny and, and you know, our, you know, the team that launched DJ Mode, which was a big moment. I don't want this to be an Amazon ad, but I think, you know, <laughs> the rotation team really killed it this year. But, no, it's, it's you. Like, one, one thing I always do, and I do this with, like, all of my friends. It's like, I, I'll, I'll send you something. I'll be like, yo, like, keep doing this shit. And I did that very often with you this year where I would send something and be like, this is what needs to be fucking happening. Like, this is, this is, this is what, we, what we need to be doing and what we need to be seeing. So, shout out to Amazon Music. Listen, give me give me give me something for free. Um, <laughs> bro, we don't need that. Frugality is the name of the game here. That's one of our leadership principles. So salute to the gang. Um, what else you want to talk about off of this? Man, bro? Vince Staples album, man. I wish I was nominated for a Grammy this year. I'm sorry. Like I think it's because it was an EP, but it's too short. Yep. Too short, but that shit was fire. So that was one of my favorite projects this year. Um, shout out to Pooh Shicey, Shicey season. That nigga had the greatest year and he was in jail for half of it. <laughs> it's crazy how life works. Shout out to uh, Cash Cobain, producer from New York. I didn't even know he was from New York when I first started hearing the tag, but I first heard the tag in a, a Brent Fayez song, and he just killed it with the sample flips and, like, just the samples he's flipping. Like, it's just shit that's so familiar but so new, but he's making it, you know, new again. Right. Uh, nostalgia, like we spoke about earlier with Trey. I think, um, you know, he's, he's pushing that line forward, so I, I definitely want to shout him out. 
Also, want to shout out Maybach by 42 Doug and Future. Such a great song. Amazing song. Might have been the song of the year. Um, Future makes anything go viral, and he knows that he's doing it. Man. Because he has a longer version of that song where he actually like, yeah. references. Well, he go crazy. <laughs> yeah. He go crazy in that motherfucker. <laughs> Doug, you got to put that out, bro. Um, oh, I also want to shout out, what was it? It was one more thing. Hellcats and Trackhawks. That might have been the song of the, of, the, of the year, bro. What a crazy song. I remember claiming Dipset. Like I, like, I know what Dirk meant, but I remember being a young nigga claiming Dipset. Yeah. And like, it's just, you know, that, that song just feels It had a good. double meaning, too. Because, like, you listen, it's like, yeah, we all fucking did. But it's like, nah, <laughs> that's not what he that meant. Yeah. Chicago <laughs> niggas crazy. That niggas just naming themselves after popping ass rappers. <laughs> Brick Squad, Dipset. I'm like, damn, y'all niggas can't get more original. But, but, um, but as, we, as we come to the end of the show... Uh, obviously, like last year, me and Josh said, "Hey, we're gonna be coming back even more. We're gonna have more of this." But like, we've been working on a lot of things behind the scenes and and holding off on this show for a lot of reasons. One of those reasons being that we're actually going to have a new show for you guys, and it's going to we're, we're gonna start it off on Patreon starting in 2022 called The Black Print. Yep. So essentially, The Black Print is a show where we're gonna have guests, obviously, and we're gonna be talking about really just. The community in itself and, yeah. and how how black creators and, and people of color creators and how they kind of navigate the waters of the industry. And, and no, and to that point, I think I thought about it a little further. And it's like it's not, you know, it's people of the culture. I think I really want to just highlight like we've spoken about throughout this episode is there's so many people that this list touches on and like that are behind the scenes. The rich Pauls of the world whose story isn't just prominently told, but needs to be told. And they have a story. And it's like, you know, he came from selling jerseys to now, you know doing whatever the fuck he wants, having his yeah, way. Yeah. And I think it's a lot of stories like that. So I think the black print is our uh, our attempt at really, um, at really, you know, tackling that and, you know, interviewing guests and telling their stories. And I'm looking forward to it, man. Like, I, we have a long list of people we're going to talk to. Yes. And uh, I'm just excited, man. Like, I love, I love when, you know, and these, a lot of these people are my friends and some of them aren't, but I just love, like, talking to people about what they're passionate about. And when they tell me they haven't like went through the traditional route, I'm like, damn, like passion took you that route. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Passion brought you to what you want to do in life. And it wasn't just you being like, oh, I'm gonna go to school and do this and get an internship. It was like, nah, like I'm gonna learn about this shit on the internet and teach myself and, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna go and do whatever the fuck I wanna do. So those are the stories I'm looking forward to telling. And um I'm excited to launch this, man. Like yeah. I, I I wanna be um I wanna be consistent with just, you know, promoting the community. Yes. I think this list is, is once a year isn't enough for the folks. So I think, you know, I want to, I want to be consistent in that aspect and uh, yeah, I'm excited. But before we do that, we actually have a couple episodes that we're going to drop in January just to kind of get, just kind of whet you guys appetite for the show and the show and Patreon will launch properly in February as we got all the kinks out. It's up now. Just don't, you know, Cakes being baked, man. The cakes being baked. Like y'all, like we can't really talk about what's really about to launch, but like, bruh, like, (laughs) It's gonna. Get, we had to announce the podcast first because we had to let you guys know that we're gonna be more consistent. That, that's the main thing. We're gonna we be consistent. To, honestly, like y'all, are our community. If you made it this far in this podcast tonight, today, whenever you're listening to it, I'm, we giving y'all a sneak peek because, like, honestly, this shit's about to be. It's about to be crazy. Yeah, man. So we have a, we have another announcement that we. This is announcement of an announcement. Shout out to Rick Ross. <laughs> we, have a, we have another announcement that we're gonna make. We can't make it yet. Just know that, like. When the ink is dry, you guys will know, and we'll say it on one of the episodes in the next couple of weeks when we, when we start putting them out. But the Black Print is the new show, RNC Radio Podcast. We're gonna we're gonna let it we're gonna let it slide. So if you if you're still listening to it, you can go back and listen to some of the old episodes with me and Josh. 
But we're going to end it here with this one. It's going to be the last RNC Radio podcast. We're going to end it off with a supersized episode on the ancient funny list. Man, thank you, folks. Yeah. We here. Yeah. So, for everyone, you know, any 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 last words, Josh? Any, any um, words you man, shout out. Shout out to, I can't say no names with this shout out, but shout out to, hey, I don't even know how to properly shout you out, man, but you listen to my show and you listen to around somebody. They told me about it inspired me to keep going. Shout out to you, brother. Hopefully you made it this far. And you know what the <laughs> fuck I'm talking about. But we're here. Yeah. Shout out to everybody, man. Shout out to Mark, too. Again, we man, shout out, Mark shout again. out to Mark, bro. He he killed the list on the design tip. Like, honestly, it's like I, I have no way around Illustrator. And I just gave him a bunch of words, and he made it look as it looks. So, Absolutely. Man, shout out to everybody for sharing it. Thank you, guys. So, yeah, uh, please be safe, y'all. Please wear your fucking mask. I don't know when we're going to get out of this shit. We never getting out of it, bro. Like, I just recovered from COVID. We here. <laughs> I don't know why you said we just recovered from it. But please be safe. Be safer than this motherfucker was. In 2022, we're going to get out of this. But we're going to be back. The black print is real. The black print is happening. We'll see you guys really, really soon uh, on, on, on RC Radio. Thanks, guys. Peace. Don't leave the house, baby You gotta swing my way But don't believe the high, babe I'm all shady, so Don't believe the high, babe I might lie sometimes Don't believe the high, babe